man. It does not get any better than this. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick Channel. I know him. The godfather of sports radio. These guys are the greatest tag team since the British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're going to do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're George Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is the Tony Bruno Show. And now here's Tony Bruno. Beautiful. You are looking live. And no, we're not at Augusta National. We're not in the NBA. We're not in the NFL. We are in the South Philadelphia Wine Cellar on a beautiful What Up Wednesday. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, live on Sirius XM 211. Heard Deb Carson on before us. Love you, Deb, out there on the West Coast. Harry Mays is here, all golfed up. All ready. What do you have? Like, you're wearing layers today. It's like 65 degrees. Yeah, I know. I, I always wear layers, man. I mean, I'm just still kind of in that winter, early, early spring mode, man. You I know? was outside cleaning out my fish pond. I got all the six fish out, put new water in, scrubbed out the tank. Got to get spring. Got to get into spring mode. Oh, no, wait. Is it a pond or is it a tank? It's a pond. Okay. It's, it's basically a 20 Because a pond gal- would be good for you. Isn't that from Caddyshack? Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. We got a great show again. Uh, hopefully, it'll be a great show, and you make it great. Thanks for all the people watching us on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show, listening on SiriusXM. Day number three, Harry. Yeah. Of the new extravaganza in the air everywhere. A lot of great reaction so far, and we want to thank everybody. Got some great guests coming up again today. My man, JR himself. No, not Jeremy Roenick. He's been on the show before. Jim Ross, wrestling legend, the voice of wrestling from JR's Barbecue. He's coming on in our second hour. And then with a little baseball chatter today, Harry. Mm-hmm. We need some baseball talk. Well, we do. It. I mean, you know, because they, you know, as we talked with Keith Olbermann yesterday, there's a possibility that if they do come back, they could be doing things in Arizona. Yep. And who better to go to for Arizona baseball? Exactly. You know? My man, Bernsey. Yeah. He will be on this afternoon. And it's on the 5 o'clock hour. That's okay. Probably about, what, 2 o'clock hour for him, right? Exactly. Yeah. He's out playing golf. He's setting all kinds of records, Guinness Book of World Records for playing speed golf last year. Is that right? Yeah, we had him on last year on our Twitch show talking about how many holes of golf he could play. And he does it for charity. Now, does he do that in a cart, like a fast cart, or well, is it we'll walking? Well, we what? have him on. We'll get oh, all, all right. the answers here. That's why we're here. Yeah. I knew they, you were going to be jealous hearing this story. Oh, of course. I'm already jealous of the fact that he's playing. Well, I don't right know if he's now. playing well, right he, now. He, playing he right set now. the world record last year. Yes. Oh. And then he's getting ready to try something else again this year. Mm. And he also has a movie out. And the trailer was just posted yesterday. So we have that. I mean, it's he's, he's, he's all got a lot of things yeah. going on. The yeah. great, well, there's no baseball. So yeah. Eric Burns, you normally see him on the MLB network. And he's all over the place. One of the great personalities in our business. Guys just way out there, which is what we love. Right. You know, we love. We don't want conventional give me your typical athlete, coach, speak answers. We want reality on this show. I don't mean like exotic Joe or Joe exotic no. reality. Well, I mean real reality, I although think, that's about as real as it gets. Yeah, I think you're obsessed <laughs> with Joe exotic no, and his singing is. career. I mean, you, I think you'd like to be his agent to, to take him out on tour once he gets out of the joint. How about this? Once he gets out, I'll take him to Folsom Prison and we'll redo an old... <laughs> 
We'll like do to, a No False Imprisoned Blues oh, album. No, that's, that would be sacrilegious <laughs> to try to have Joe Exotic like redo Johnny Cash. Are you kidding me? Except I will not permit that. It wouldn't be him, though. Yeah, it would I be know, whoever he... Have we determined who it's who it is? Oh, who really is singing? Yeah, no, no I don't, we don't think know. so. Harry should know that because he's a country kind of guy. He's a big. Country it ain't guy. Blake Shelton. I can <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> we got a fun show coming up, and that's what we're here for every day. We're going to give you the information, but the big story, obviously, Tom Brady. We'll get to that. He was on with Howard Stern this morning, right here on Sirius XM on the Howard Stern Channel, and so it's amazing that the biggest athlete goes on Howard Stern to get more attention than going on sports channels. Right. You know? Yeah, and, and obviously that, that interview now is being played everywhere. We'll have some cuts of it from Howard this morning. Tom Brady goes on there, talks about a lot of stuff. And what a time to be a Sirius XM person right now. Exactly. I mean, we started on Monday, and you can get the service for free until May 15th. And, on oh, the by app. the way, Tom Brady's almost Stern Boom. on Wednesday. And you can go back and listen to all the channels, Howard's 101, you can listen to Sirius XM 211, and so we welcome you. And this is where it's every, everything's happening right now on Sirius XM. So we'll play some of the Tom Brady with Howard Stern. And, of course, we got all kinds of stuff coming up. But the big story, Harry, is we not just pay attention, and we don't do politics on the show, but the big story broke as I was getting ready today, and people thought, because I saw it immediately, I had it way before the networks. Bernie Sanders, out of here. Bernie Sanders has folded his campaign today. And when I thought about that, the only thing I can think of was this. Bernie goes boom. Burn, baby, burn. Exactly right. The great John Sterling oh, man. calling the burn, baby, burn when Bernie Williams would launch one out of Yankee Stadium a few years back. He was one of those Yankees from those great teams that I really kind of liked. I mean, he plays guitar. Doesn't he still play, like, jazz guitar? Yes, Bernie stuff? Williams. He's I used to have good. him on the show. He has oh, a, yeah? He's a great Spanish guitar player, yeah. Bernie Williams. Like Phenomenal. Like maybe? Or no, he plays Spanish or... guitar. He could do a lot of things with Spanish guitar. Not Spanish fly, Harry. That's a different type of thing. <laughs> Do they still make those? I don't know. I gotta ask. I gotta call some friends. Robin. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, look it's it up. Basically, uh, it's a. Uh, it's I'm it's so it's been naive. replaced by Viagra. Yeah. Spanish yeah. fly used to be uh, yeah, a wait, stimulant. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna find this on a gas station, you know, bathroom vending machine. Is that where we're gonna find a bottle of Spanish fly? Exactly. Now, is it racist to call it Spanish fly today? I didn't make it up because you can't say Spanish flu anymore, even though that was 100 years ago. I know. You can't say anything anymore. Well, the Spanish flu also came from Kansas. So exactly. It's it's just, you know, it's like the boxers. It's like the boxers out there. Here's oh, a little, little Bernie. A little Bernie. Oh, this okay. is Bernie Williams. We used to have him on on the late night show, on the Into the Night show yeah, from he's L.A. Good. This guy's good, man. Yeah. The studio that Tony worked in when he first started in tonight was this tiny. It was actually smaller than this room, believe it or not. So when he came in, it was the most intimate concert ever. It was awesome. Yes, wow. we had Bernie playing. You know who else I had play live in there who? before he passed away and left us? The great Wayman Tisdale. Oh, yeah. He, did he play sax? No, he was a bass guitar oh, bass. player. bass, okay. And he won okay. multiple Emmys. Yeah, now, he, remember him. He played. Well, he at, played with uh, Oklahoma in college yes. and then with the Pacers for a bunch that of years, That is right? phenomenal inside NBA yeah. knowledge. Peter, Peter Vesey wouldn't come up with that kind of knowledge Dude. right but now. But your I favorite, love your favorite in-studio guest was just before he stopped touring altogether because of his Alzheimer's. Um, country singer, 
Glenn Campbell. Think? Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Oh, I sang guy. Wichita Lineman live no. with Glenn Campbell yeah. in studio. Oh, man. That's, That's one of my favorite songs. If Jim from Cheltenham is listening, if you can find that tape, please send it you know, to us. He was originally part of the Wrecking Crew. Yes. Glenn Campbell. Yes. That, that studio band, the studio musicians that recorded anything, like with the Beach Boys and mm-hmm. all the background mm-hmm. music for all those great records. No, that was awesome. phenomenal, man. It's great. I mean, these are all sports legends. You know, and obviously, Bernie Williams is phenomenal yeah. on the guitar. You know what else? And he plays electric. He doesn't just play Spanish guitar. He plays electric guitar. He plays acoustic guitar. He's phenomenal. There's a song called Spanish Fly by Van Halen. There is? You remember this one from Van Halen 2? It was just an all-guitar piece by Eddie. I think we have to pull that up. Wow, this is great now. Yeah. You're not getting this on no. any other sports show. So Bernie goes boom. And the other thing, one other note on Bernie. I, listen, I don't, I'm not a Bernie basher. I'm not a Bernie bro. This is actually legitimate news. Bernie Sanders has backed out, and he is gone. And so now it looks like Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee unless they find a way to get rid of him between now and November. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not a political analyst. But one last thing. The other thing I thought of today, besides Bernie Williams and Bernie Goes Boom, Mm -hmm. how about this one? Oh, yeah. Bernie Sanders, burn, baby, burn. Burn that mother up or tear that mother down. Now, is this the Spinners? No, this is the Tramps. Oh, the Tramps. Philadelphia's own Tramps. Okay. With Disco Inferno, baby. Wow. You don't remember the tramps? Well, I, I don't remember, mean the I tramps remember. that you used to hang out with out there in, in, and we know in, the tramps in, in Berks spin, County. In Berks County, Berks County had a lot of tramps. I think they still do. It was with two M's, though. Yeah. It was the tramps with two M's. T-R-A-M-M-P-S. Mm. That's bad on me. I thought it was the spinners. No, that's the tramps. Come on, Harry. That's one of the greatest disco songs of all time. It's Disco Inferno. Not the wrestler from the WWE named Disco Inferno. Do you remember him? Now, this is the Spanish Fly by Van Halen. Yes. Listen to now, this, that is Colin. a Spanish guitar. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with calling it Spanish guitar. <laughs> well, no. That's what it is. Because Listen it was. I don't remember this. Oh, band. you know? It's like a two-minute cut. Now, like which guys know. were in this group at this point? Well, they, no, they were all in it. I oh, mean, this I was know, the second you know, album. This right, is like I just, 1979. So I, I don't know who's in what I mean, group. The who brothers left. Van Halen yeah. are in pretty much everything. Oh, I know that, but the guys leave, didn't they? Well, well yeah, David of, Lee left, but yeah. that was David after Lee like Roth five or six thing, albums. Wore the tights before tights were cool. He wore leather chaps with no underwear. I, I happened to see that Ow. up close and personal at the Spectrum in 1984. So the, wow. this album was David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> Alex Van Halen, and Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony had a great voice, the background vocal guy, the bass player, man. This is phenomenal musical knowledge right here by Harry Mays. Let yeah. me give you a roaring round of applause, Harry. You know we, that's one thing we bring to the show other than the great sports knowledge and the humor. No, not that's that. <laughs> I can't slide my screen sounded like a on. video game from back in the 80s. Let me put my hands together for Harry today. Give him the first roaring round of applause. <laughs> now, it is a What Up Wednesday, and yesterday we had a premature call. Is he going to be joining us yes, today on it, the program? He needs to be calling in. We need... But Jose. not right yet. Okay. Not in the first hour. Oh, really? We're not okay. really we're well, not I know. A... That's how we kick the show off. I oh. told him I need him to kick the show yeah. off. Oh, okay. Because we're going to have, you know who we're going to have on next? Well, we're going to have some other callers call in, too. And we'll open the phone lines for the folks out there to check in. But we cannot actually make, and we'll always remember this day, Harry, the very first What Up Wednesday on Sirius XM 211. I know. And we cannot make it official until we bring in the man who started What Up Wednesday. It was on a radio show. I think it was one of the national shows. Yeah, he's already been national, this guy. Oh, yeah, he's internationally He's actually making his return. This is like a return tour. Exactly right. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who 
made this particular saying worldwide known on What Up Wednesday, Jose from Norristown, Pennsylvania. What up, Jose? What up, Mary's? What up, Bruno's? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, McDelton? What up, South Philadelphia? And what up, Sirius XM 211s and Robbins and Jackson Hoops? And don't forget, don't forget Please. the rest of our Joe Krause. Don't forget Joe Krause. Don't forget Joe C. What up, Joe C. and Krause? <laughs> and a guy that you know really well. Yep. Did you say what up to him? I Did yep, I? I did. Robin, did you say what up? What up, Jose? What up, Jose? What up, what up Maze? What up, Miss Robin? <laughs> now, I got, I got to know from Jose because Jose, you know, is always watching old sporting events, classic right. sporting events on VHS, DVD, whatever he's got. Even before we were quarantined. Right. He was watching tapes from the 84 Bulls. He was getting ready for the quarantine exactly. 10 years ago. He was watching VHS and then DVDs. So what have you been doing? Well, in the past oh, 28, 29, 30 days of quarantine action with no sports on the TV, number one, uh, I've been watching some YouTube classics nonstop, yo, every night. Exactly. And now they're showing those on TV. Exactly. <laughs> because they got nothing you don't even else need to, to bust out your VHS or TV. your DVD. I don't need, I don't need TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? What a, I don't want to show you. This commercial sponsored by some goofy person selling me something I don't want. Exactly right, man. Exactly. I don't right, do I don't do I don't do commercials and classics, yo. That's that's considered a cardinal sin of classic watching. Now I still have a VHS machine and it's still blinking twelve o'clock. And now I think <laughs> that's that's kicking it old school. Now do you, you have VHS tapes. You don't just do DVDs of the classics. You have VHS because I have a ton. I have right. boxes. Do you of have VHS. Betamax? No, I didn't no, have Beta. No. I just have regular VHS. Although what Beta up, was better. What up, Prism After Hours? That's great Prism, prism knowledge after right hours. there. Yes. <laughs> With the squiggly lines on the TV shows that you couldn't watch because they show the adult content you late was, at night. You would turn your head sideways to try to see that. And then every you once in a while it would freeze for like a half a second. Yeah. You know what was my first classic of quarantine when this hit? What was the it? Holland's no hitter against the Giants in 1990. Terrible. On the call was Jim Barniak's Smitty wow. and Gary Maddox. Yo. Wow. Jeez. That was Terry Mulholland, the big left-hander. All right, Jose, what sport are you missing the most live right now? Like, Oh, man. What I miss the most. Uh, MLB baseball and NBA playoffs the most. Well, the okay. playoffs wouldn't be starting. Not yet, yet but no. it's close. It's not the end of the season. NHL playoffs, I think, will be starting. You think we're going to see? Why? You think we're going to see hockey or basketball this year, or will they, they both be wiped out? Sort of like the well, the Masters is going to be played later. Yeah, but like Wimbledon well, and like the uh, all season exactly. The Nationals. <laughs> In fact, Jim Nance is supposed to join us this week, right? Yes, perhaps yes, talking yeah. about golf because today would have been the. St- well, the today par three, the par three, the yeah, par three yeah. would have been yeah, today. Yeah. Exactly yeah, right. Par three, the par three festivities begin the Masters usually. And you know what we always have when every year, you know what we always do when we bring him on. What's that? Hello, friends, yo. <laughs> Still in Nance. This is Hello, one of Jose's go-to. There, let's let's. Since there is no Masters right now, and it's going to be later, probably in November. Let's go yeah, to uh, let's go to Amen Corner. With your man, not Jim Nance, who's going to join us later this week. But let's go to Jose from Norristown. 
down there at Augusta National with Hootie and the boys sitting in the backdrop. What up, Amen Cornish? Welcome to the tradition like any others, the Master Show. What up, Hootie Johnson? What up, Amen Cornish? What up, Butler Cabins on the 18th Hill? What up, Nick Faldos and Sandy Lyle and Bernhard Longer and Ian Woosnams? Wow, he went Ian them. Beautiful, man. Yep. I, oh. What up, Sharp Greg Norman, choking on the 17th and 18th green at 1986? He took a what shot up, at Greg Norman. And don't forget, most importantly, what up, Green Jackets? What up, Green Jackets? What up, Drinks at the Cabin? What up, Nick Faldo and uh, past champions in the cabin? Give me my locker, yo. I need that jacket. <laughs> yes. I need, I need that drink that Hootie's drinking, yo. What do you think Hootie's drinking? Is, is he a highball kind of guy or a Manhattan kind of guy? He's probably a Manhattan I, guy. I think he's a Manhattan guy. Yeah. Yo, give me some Arnie Ice tea there, Mr. Hootie, yo. Arnie Happy Ice tea. Exactly right, yep. man. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal stuff. Oh, that made my Here's day. Some sweet tea too, while you at it. What up, Bobby Jones? What up, Bobby Jones and Gene Saracen? What up, uh, First Tee? What up, Ching Ching Rodriguez? Team, what up, Paul Azingers? <laughs> what up? What up, uh, I don't know, uh, Jesse Walters? Fred Couples. That's right, Freddie Couples. What up, the Walters? And don't forget, most importantly, what up Tiger Woods, a defending champion who last night, Harry pointed out, yeah. was actually oh, doing his own champion's dinner, which would have occurred last night. Right, he did a quarantine champion's dinner at his home with his family. And he had the green jacket on, mm -hmm. the red shirt, the replica Masters trophy sitting on the table with the food that apparently he ordered for the last time he won. How oh, great is that? What about the Nike hat, yo? What about the red sweater? No, I don't think he had a hat on. He didn't have a hat on. Don't really? Yeah. Did he, he get some hair plugs or... since the offseason's been going on? Because, no. you know, he was losing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's there. losing it. But... He's losing Like LeBron, those guys are losing it, and yeah. they, gotta, they got so much money, you got to get the plugs in when nobody's paying attention. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I hear you. Let's go bald. I would go bald, too. Up, well, I already did. Up, Mr. Ben Wright and Ken Venturi? Wow, Ben Wright. Now, ben that's Wright. classic. You wonder if he can still swing the club like a woman because of whether he's big enough. Is he still alive, Ben yes, Wright? Yes, he is. He All lives right. in the mountains in North Carolina. That's good knowledge, yeah, yeah. That's good. You're not getting this. No. Up, Rich Lerner. Our buddy Rich Lerner on the golf channel. I'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him any day. Rich Lerner. And I love that guy. And who's the other guy we used to always have on? The Philly guy. Well, Rich Lerner went to Temple. Right. Um, who else did we have on? Steve Sands. Steve Sands. Yeah. Steve Sands. Jimmy Roberts, Joe? Jimmy Roberts. I used to work with him at ESPN, now at NBC for many, many, many years. You're not Andy getting this kind of. Wow. I'll tell you, Jose, Jose has been waiting for this appearance from, for, like, years. What up, Nicholson? He's gone through every golfer since the 60s. What up, Golden Bears? Oh. All right, we got to get this show back under control here. Come yeah. on, man. Let's get it back to the Eagles. We're not supposed to be having fun here. That, this is serious. That, um, uh, you know who I miss during baseball season? <laughs> what up, T Max and Ben Davis and uh, Crocker eating 300 pound cheeseburgers during the game? We'll get to that, Jose. Yeah, they'll be back. Baseball will be back. Golf will be back. Everything, Everything will, be will, back. Be, will be back. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear. 
We got to go, Jose, but I wanted to make sure that you launched the very first ever. What Up Wednesday right. on Sirius XM 211. Wow. Thank you, brother. I'll be back next week, yo. You Ladies got and gentlemen, Thank there he guys. is. The great Jose from Norristown. Man, that was a phenom- phenomenal. He didn't get any Oosthazens in there, though. I don't think he can pronounce it. Oosthazens. 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 He'd say, what up, John Daly, but he probably isn't up at this hour. <laughs> Wherever he may be, down in Florida in Clearwater, selling stuff in front of a Hooters store in Clearwater Beach. Mm. Setting up the trailer and signing gear. And he Love sings, it. too. Yes, he does. Country. Country. I think he hung out with Joe Exotic. Wasn't that in the, one of these uh, episodes? No, but Shaq was, you know. Well, I know Shaq, Shaq yeah. but I thought they, I thought John Daly and him hung out. I guarantee you they did. Probably. Yeah. Down I'm in sure. There. Well, he was in Oklahoma, though. He yeah, probably Oklahoma hung out with the and other Arkansas chick. aren't far. That's where John Daly's from, yeah, probably. Arkansas. It's all there in the middle somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Down there, down in the dirty south. One of them flyover states. We're still coming back with much more stuff. Maybe uh, some surprise phone calls coming in. Don't forget JR's Barbecue. Jim Ross next hour talks some baseball with Eric Burns later on. And your calls on Sirius XM 211. Tony and Harry with you. Did I hear him say what up to Oh, I'm sure he yeah, said what up to, like, pretty much everybody. Okay. So we want to turn on the commercial so that we can hear that a little bit. Oh. Is that – you don't have to do that all the time, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just a, I think the headphones Joe is listening to, I think, also is shared by one. Oh. I'm moving it to three just so it's – Gotcha. Okay. So if you just Jose take one right – Yeah. And so we have Tom Looney coming up we're next. We're going to call him. We're going to say yeah. – we're not going to promote him as a guest. Yeah. We're going to say an old voice from the past. Who is this? Yeah, great. That was phenomenal. Yes. He did this once when we were doing the podcast. We were upstairs doing it at the table, and that's the first time Tony played the master's music. Mm-hmm. And he went broke and he, he broke out yeah. immediately, but he wasn't just doing what up. He was actually giving commentary in uh-huh. his master's voice. I almost peed my pants. Oh, my God. We were laughing so hard. And why isn't this coming up, this What's that? This chit-chat? What up, BJ Sings? Henrik Stenson. <laughs> what do you mean schmutz on the boom? What is he talking about? How's the sound on Twitch, by the way? I just realized it was a little bit low. God. Hopefully it's okay. I just turned it up just a tidbit. Some reason this isn't. How do, what do I have to do to get this going to work? Like I have okay, good. The Twitch thing up, but. I don't know. Oh, well, let me help you. It's up, but Joe C. Does uh, does he call you, Jose? Does he have your number and call you? Uh, no, he calls like a lot of people. Who he has like everybody's number, and he'll call them. Oh, really? He'll call like uh, Luigi. He calls McAlpin. Still, calls McAlpins. He calls Luigi. Bank robber mask. It's in my in the bag. Guys, just stand by in the launch pad, Does he call you, Pat? Does he call you at all, Jose? He no. knows who you are, right? She hasn't called me in a while. He doesn't have my number. Yeah. 
Is the internet down in the neighborhood? Somebody said the internet's down in the neighborhood. Philly Cheese 2020. It says it sounds bad on Twitch. Is there bad sound? Here we go. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, uh, yes, as you can see, in a very, very serious mood today. It's Wednesday. Most people don't know what day it is anymore. Like weekends. The weekends, they just all flow into one. Nobody like says, hey, I can't wait for the weekend anymore. Right. Every day is the weekend, unless you're working every day, including the weekend. And there are a lot of people that are doing that. We're doing it. You know what we also are doing? We're slaving over a hot microphone. One of my favorite broadcasting lines ever uttered. And you know who uttered that line, Harry Mace? Tom Looney. Tom Looney. Is he on the line? Is Tom Looney there? Hello? with you today, Tony. Are you slaving over a hot microphone? That was one of my favorite oh, Tom that. Looney lines of all time. Legendary voice of Fox Sports. Legendary voice of the best damn sports show. A man who's been on the air for many, many, many decades. The great Tom Looney. What are you doing well, these I'm, days, man? Uh, well, I'm sure the people at WSLY Meridian, Mississippi, are annoyed that you left out. I was a longtime voice of WSLY Meridian, Mississippi, baby. Hello. Isn't wow. there a show where they rehab homes down there now called Hometown? Robin watches yes. on HGTV? Yes, yes, there is. Although, uh, yeah, I only see that when I'm walking by the television. Uh, how, hey, how much? How many? But he forgot to mention. Also, I'm six. I'm cisgender oxy curious. Uh, I Cis- thought he didn't mention that. Oh, that's right. Cisgender oxy curious. Yes, which means uh, cisgender, which means, of course, I'm comfortable with the gender with which I was born. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, Tony, we punch each other. We call each other that. And then um, oxy curious means I'm curious about oxycotton. I've never tried it. <laughs> But, God, it's, it's, it seems like it's giving people a good buzz because they're stealing their mother's television sets to get more. I, I, I don't pay attention to that world anymore. Ever since Rush Limbaugh got in trouble with that stuff, I pretty much have been trying to ignore it. <laughs> I, I think hydroxychloroquine has pushed oxy yes. out to the and side And remember, that's right not now. a proven yes, drug. Yes, so right. if your doctor says you should have it, <laughs> right. don't do it because uh, nobody thinks it's right uh, because everybody's a doctor now and everybody right. knows what the hell's good for you and bad for oh. you. Oh, yes. Uh, a kid down the street this morning was wagging his finger at me. Everyone's become a hall monitor on, on, uh, on Instagram because I was hiking up near the pond near my house on the lake in the rain. There's a lake up near my house in a public park, but it was raining. I had a hat on. You know how everyone's such a wuss. People think they can't go for a walk or a run in the rain. I think it's perfect timing because I'm not a zombie. So there's nobody around. I show a picture of myself up by the lake with nobody around. And he was finger-wagging me for going outside, and I, I responded back, and I said, I'll listen to the doctors and not the kid who lives down the street. <laughs> <laughs> was there almost a physical confrontation? Because we're seeing a lot of that now, Looney. We're seeing a lot of people just not understanding what this is all about. I get you're supposed to stay away from people. Now, are you wearing a mask by any chance? I just started wearing a mask. It was peer pressure. I went out Sunday night. I'm surprised at how... Uh, people in L.A. have been amazing about this, but this is the birthplace of political correctness. Of course, Hollywood, California, shaping values for generations to come, so we're good at this. And uh, I, I go on, I was the only guy in the grocery store Sunday night who didn't have a mask, So because I'm not used to leaving the house with one. So I started wearing one Monday. So, yes, I have been 
uh, wearing my mask. Now, people recognize your voice from, uh, actually, uh, Robin and I, when we were talking to you a couple months ago, we saw you in a dentist commercial. So you're even yes. doing acting, right? You play a dentist in a dentist commercial, right? Yes, yes. It was actually an Ally Bank commercial. It's always important for people to remember the product. But it was, I was so good, people just remember the dentist part. But yes. It was yes. a bank. Yeah, we're watching TV one night, and it's a bank commercial. And I said, do you see who that is playing a dentist? I said, that's Tom Looney. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing to me. After a 16-year run at Fox Sports Radio, one month later, I said, well, I'll do the acting thing again. It was the first audition I had for any acting job. I remind myself of Daniel Day-Lewis. I was the first, <laughs> it, it was the first audition I had for an acting job. I nailed it, and it was to play a two-star dentist. You wouldn't trust your teeth with a two-star dentist, and you wouldn't trust your money with a two-star bank, and that was the theme. Beautiful. And you pulled it off brilliantly. I was waiting for the Emmys and all the other uh, BAFTAs oh. and all the other awards. I, and, you know, I also, you know, the, one of the great tragedies of uh, – of what's going on with the coronavirus, in addition to, of course, the death and the sadness, is that I, I did a March Madness commercial that never ran. So no way, was, really? Did, yeah. you get, did you get paid for it, at least? Was it union? Yes, I did get paid for it, but it will not run during March Madness, and I don't know when we're going to... You know, I heard a vicious rumor today, Tony, that with, you know, uh, our colleges and universities, a lot of times... They make a lot of money by accepting thousands and thousands of international students from all over the world. And are they going to be ready in September to accept, you know, students from all over the world who are coming from places that are having a lot of trouble with the coronavirus? That means if a lot of our colleges and universities decide they're just going to go online in September, that means you know, that that's football players, too, which aren't coming to school. So I think we may have a little trouble getting college football rolling in September on a serious note. Now don't be a downer. Now don't be a downer here, Looney. This is about positivity uh, right. here. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just rub my temples and believe in the power of positivity. Now, I see a picture of you where you got that. Uh, I could see it. People don't have it. Your, your latest profile picture is you as like a serious Edward R. Murrow type. So are you doing that straight journalism again? Oh, my God, yeah, I love the pun there. I Yes, definitely, I um, am <laughs> I'm a serious journalist now. It's, it's hard, you know, to be a newsman and have the last name Looney, but yes, I am giving my liberal spin on forest fires in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like I, uh, a houndstooth hat, like yes, Bear, Bear Bryant. Bryant. It is a houndstooth hat. Yes, yes, it is. I'm working at K, I'm an anchor man, a news anchor at KABC Los Angeles. You know, earlier I was saying I reminded myself of the great Daniel Day-Lewis. I also remind myself of the great Ryan Seacrest, uh, uh, because you just hand me a microphone and uh, tell me the format. Uh, are we playing oldies? What are we doing, news? Okay, let's go. You know that, Tony. You're the same way. Just remember one thing, because you know where we worked in, in Los Angeles in the studios, Ryan Seacrest was actually in the booth right behind my door. So we had a little complex there, and Seacrest yep. would come in and record his Top 40 show, the American, you know, the countdown show that he did, and I used to make fun of him, and then one day I brought him into the studio. This is before everybody knew who he was. I mean, mm -hmm. he was, he was right. known locally, but he exploded on the scene. So I used to make fun of Ryan Seacrest, and he would come in and come after me. It was a lot of fun. It was good stuff. Oh. And now look at him and look at me. I'm sitting in my basement in South Philadelphia. <laughs> Remember also, if we go back in the hot tub time machine, at times when you would, uh, ever, ever, or was it a blue moon, when you would take a day 
Yes. That is correct. That's, that's a little-known fact. Wow. Bruce when Jenner was, was my fill-in yeah. guy when he was Bruce Jenner, and I was doing the morning show with Andrew Siciliano. Right, we're talking Wheaties box, Bruce. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Oh, kid. no. Right. Well, Wheaties box, Bruce, was the 70s. One of the, you know, when he made the transition from Bruce to Caitlin, that was about as surprising to those of us who was followed it as when, as when Barry Manilow came out of the closet. It was one of those things, oh. I mean, we all saw. I mean, didn't you see the? Opening no, I, I actually didn't, Tom. I saw. I would see Bruce Jenner all the time. I never. Again, I don't care what people do with their lives. That's what he decided oh, to I do. I don't either. But if you'll remember, he was he had his face changed in the eighties when he was doing mm-hmm. the infomercials, from a very kind of masculine look to a feminine look. And I, I think, I mean, we all used to kind of joke about it, not even in pejorative ways, like you're saying, like people might assume. No, but people were. Remember, even South Park. Uh, suggested that in the future he would become a woman, and they were right. So I don't think it was the biggest surprise, Tony. You were surprised? I was, uh, yeah, I was a little surprised. But again, I shouldn't be, because nothing (laughs) surprises anybody anymore. Is anything shock value anymore? Nothing is shock value. Tony, the best-looking guy at my gym played NCAA college women's basketball Division I. Yeah, nothing is a surprise anymore. The right. great Tom Looney, my favorite tour, when he would do the updates at Fox Sports Radio, he would have, I told you the one about, but my favorite one is talking about balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Talking, slavery, how am I talking about balls? That was, uh, that was, you know, we had so much fun because they said hello and let us go, and those were good times. Well, he would also go through all the scores, of course, and he would, like, sort of tweak the team's names, if I remember. Oh, I would make up verbs right. is what I used to do. Yeah. Instead, because... I, I was, you know, what we have to do a lot of times in broadcasting is to take the mundane and put a quarter turn on it because everyone's already done what most of the things are being done. So everyone was just... Robin, what was that? Is it the test of the emergency broadcasting system? We were trying to conference somebody, I believe. What happened, Something Robin? Something went terribly wrong. Robin did that? Yes. I saw it coming. I hate to do it. Tell Why me. are you picking up the phone I saw it coming. in the middle of a segment? I got to give you the first one of these of the day. Oh, man. I think it's, it's a double. I'll give her another one. I yep. am so sorry, wow. folks. Yikes. What the hell did you do, Robin? Other than blow our ears out in the entire audience. We have entire- somebody else on hold, and I wanted to let them know I'm so sorry that this segment is taking so long, and I accidentally Don't pressed it. Don't touch I'm the buttons. I'm sorry. Jesus. Jesus. I got to give you another one of those. I know, I'm sorry. That, <laughs> well, is everybody awake now? Yeah. Is Tom still there? Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah, no, there. I, see, I don't I talk to anybody from Intercom. I'm no. sorry. I'm done with them. I'm done with Intercom. I'm done with Beasley. They're I'm unfortunately done. done with most people, too. That's the problem. Sadly, yes. Yeah, it happens sad. in our business. Yeah. It happens too much, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, I don't know what's going on with Looney, but it was good to talk to him again. One of my favorite people character, yeah. amazing talent. Guy could do everything, man. And now he's doing straight news, so to speak. Yeah, right. <laughs> if there is such a thing as straight news anymore. Yeah. Because there isn't. That's the problem in the world. The people that you think are the journalists are no longer journalists. There are some great journalists, but so many people who are journalists now want to be analysts as well. Mm-hmm. They want to give you the facts and then also uh, become an their analyst. Opinion. Their opinion. Right. Yeah. And that, there yeah. used to be opinion people, and then there were news people. And then there's Tom Looney, who's back, and Robin... uh, I want to apologize to the entire world for that. We're going to have to edit that out from the one, the replay, 
because I don't want that happening Man. again to the people who are listening, thinking everything's going swimmingly, and, and while Blooney is waxing philosophically or poetically, that happens. Uh, I, I thought, thought it was great. Are you still there, Tom? Oh, yeah. I thought it was great to hear the voice of the Tony Bruno show, the lovely Robin. I think uh, it was great to not only hear her voice as the imaging voice of your show, but also to talk to her on the hold in the middle of the segment. (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of voice, I got to get some voices. I got to need some imaging people. You know, Robin does them. Frank Caliendo did some for me. I got to get some loony you know, welcome back to the Tony Bruno show. Yeah. I got to get all, I got to get oh, Jim my. Cutler to do some stuff for me. One of the big voices all over the country who does so much stuff. I need, I need variety. People want variety, Tom. First of all, I absolutely will take you up on that. Second of all, then one, pe- one thing I think people don't realize the art to the great voiceover is not the voice. I know that sounds rather ironic. Correct. Well, it's almost like acting, it's what's going on inside. Do you love the sound of your own voice? Most people don't. You have to be the 1% of the 1% that do. Do you love life and what you are doing? Yes. And you have to make the words come alive. It's the passion. It's not the voice. It's the passion. Are you going to make these words come alive where it doesn't sound like you are reading? And that's, that's, that's the key to great voiceovers. And it's not the voice, and most people would probably find that uh, quite surprising, but it's true. That's why some of the best voiceover talent are actors. Right. Because they can yes. see, like I have a nice voice, but I, I'm not a great, I, I'm not a great improvisational reader. Right, I can add lip stuff, and I can't. When you give me a, pop, I, when I listen to commercials, and I'm like, when I hear John Hamm and some of these other great actors, like with him great on the voice, Mercedes Benz, he does the Mercedes yeah. Benz, and I hear all these actors doing these commercials. They're just so good at it because they're not talking. They're, yeah, they're, because great acting is not about the facial expressions. Great acting is about what's going on inside. And exactly. the, you're absolutely right. It's the same thing with voiceovers. It's internal. You know, and what's really cool, a cool story, is my, my mother was a reading specialist. My dad died young. My mother went back to college, and she, you know, leaving two boys behind, my brother and I. My mother went back to college, so she'd be out of the house at the same time as her two boys. And so she fell in love with uh, her passion, became reading. she became a reading specialist. And so before we went to school, she would sit us down and not only teach us how to read, but she wanted us to make the words come alive. Don't just read. Make the words come alive. So I guess that means I haven't really evolved since I was five. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Loon, you can hear him on the news on KABC Los Angeles. When are you on now? What time? I am on. I am the weekend news anchor, KABC Los Angeles, 6 in the morning till noon. Saturdays and Sundays, but we may have an announcement coming. Oh, wow. Now, do you have a press hat to go on that, uh, on that fedora? Oh, yes. Matter of fact, I have got the, uh, the Homeland Security Special ID, which allows me to wander around freely in society these days. Wow. Really cool. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, the great Tom Looney. How do we follow you on Instagram and on Twitter? Oh, uh, now, even though I'm not at Fox anymore, I'm, I'm desperately worried about losing my blue check mark. You can't lose the blue check mark, or what will kids in school think? Right. So it's, it's still at Looney on Fox on Twitter, and that's the best way to do it. At Looney, L-O-O-N-E-Y. Not Kavon yes. Looney, of course, with your Golden State Warriors. All no right. relation. Yeah. No, no, my third cousin, not him, no. Beautiful. With two M's for the new millennium. Right. Tom Looney, ladies and gentlemen. Tom, great to hear from you, man. Thanks so much for All checking right, in. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. (laughs) 
I have to apologize again to everybody. I feel so bad. I hope people can still hear out of the I can't hear now. Wow. Which is better. I'd rather not hear myself anyway. That was definitely a Wigabot moment. That yes, was the first was, one. Yes. I was oh, waiting yeah. for Harry to scream oh. his one of his textbook terms. I was too busy, Pissed like, on. trying to get my hearing back, <laughs> I know. Tony. Just... Get out! Get out! <laughs> no. And the other one. What don't you f- <laughs> understand? What I was trying to do, and so, Jim, if you're listening right now, we I asked Jim from Cheltenham about the um, Glenn Campbell. The Glenn Campbell. He has it. He has so me we, singing live with Glenn yes, Campbell so in studio. When we we have to go to break, right? Yes. So as soon as we come back from break, we'll put Jim on without blowing everybody's ears out. Yes. Please don't pick up anything while we're in progress, Robin. Jeez, man. <sighs> Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, getting started. Jim's. The great Jim Ross coming up in the next hour. Then we'll talk some baseball later on. You never know who's going to call in on the show. And we'll take uh, calls from the listeners as well. Write the number down, 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. And we'll talk with you right here on XM. Sirius XM 211. Oy vey. <laughs> Wow. So sorry, everybody. How the hell did that I happen, Robin? Who was on the other line that so you were Jim, picking? So, Jim, because it kept beeping and they hang up automatically, I just wanted to let Jim know, hey, please stay on hold. We're going to be right with you. And I pushed. I've never, we've never had that happen before. So I don't know exactly what. Normally, I can just go over to the other phone. Anyway, I apologize again. That was awful. It's okay, Robin. I know. See, but sound cuts came back from. Yes. They sent like five. But it didn't. But they don't have them labeled, no, so I haven't. Uh, oh no, it does. Now yeah. was a good time for both sides to break up. Oh. Reacts to people saying Belichick couldn't win without him. Reports of him and Belichick's relationship not being great. No, I'll play them from here. Brady tells a story how he told the Patriots it was over, and when did he know he was done in New England? Oh, so I don't know which one you want to play. But we can only do one of them. No, right? we can only do two oh. minutes total. total. We can do all how, of them. how long are the cuts? Yeah. So oh, okay. So you just want to go from one to the other? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, are there Howard's questions in there, or are they just open? I, I, I think it's just Tom. Okay. Such a okay. Let me see if I bring this up here during the commercial. <laughs> yes, I saw that. <laughs> you see what people are writing from the Twitch stream? Okay, so I can play it from here as it goes live as soon. Okay. I have it in here. It was a very ugly sound. Oh, I know. When that kit went off, I was there one time. Yeah, it was a high-pitched squeal that kept, and then it would stop, and then it would go on, and then 10 seconds later. Was that what caused it? <laughs> Manji, yeah. That place caught on fire once. No they had to way. shut it down. Yeah.
Dean came back into the chat, the Twitch chat room and said, shit, I see, damn it, Robin, what did I miss? Pennsylvania has 1,300 more cases today. Well, we're, we're testing more. Hospitals are down to, like, next to no staff. Music bed coming back in 15. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. Having fun. That's what we do first and foremost while everybody's sitting inside, quarantined. The weather's nice outside. I went back, worked in the backyard a little bit. Now, my backyard's like 15 feet by 10 feet. Right. And there's no people out there. It's just me and the fish, and the cats come out and check it out. Then they go back in because they get bored, Now, too. do you do your... Uh uh, risque sunbathing back there? Or it's, it's no, I usually <laughs> go up on the roof for that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's not enough sunlight back there. i got to okay. go up on the full roof. Yeah. But I don't have a patio like I did when I was at Dockside because right. I have pictures of that. Because I, I know you out. did that out there. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to worry. You can't be, uh, be pale face out here. You know what I'm saying? Right. you got to get that, especially when you're Italian. Mm. I don't like to abuse the sun. I'm not one who goes to the beach and lays there for six hours in the sun. It's boring. And you don't uh, fake bake either. No, I don't fake. I do wake and bake every once oh, in yeah, a while. Yeah, well, not doesn't. really. I don't do that. <laughs> anyway, now the other big story of the day is the Howard Stern-Tom Brady interview. Tom Brady could have gone on any of the Boston stations where he was, goes on every week anyway. Right. He had a hit every week, I think, on one yeah, of them, he, right? Yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of that happens in a lot of cities. Yeah. NFL cities, a quarterback will have a Monday morning. The coach has a Monday morning mm-hmm. appearance on one of the shows. And so Tom Brady, I guess, Surge producers called him and said, hey, you want to get maximum play out of this? Go on the Howard Stern Show. So he went on this morning, talked about a lot of stuff. I don't know if he got into the marriage thing because part of that that the entertainment people are running with is that he and his wife – doing this whole thing and changing teams and all the other stuff. Apparently there's something. But who's getting along with their wives right now or their husbands? Well, Robin and I get along. I am. You get along with your wife. Yeah. Who's getting along? A lot of people aren't, though. That's the problem. Well, right, because they're maybe cooped up in a small space. But Brady and his wife have a mansion. I mean, you could probably be in their house and not see each other for days. Exactly. Which is the way it works best in many marriages. (laughs) If you can afford it. <laughs> yeah, right. But Tom Brady talking with Howard Stern, a lot of things came up, especially the end of his run in New England with the Patriots. That's what everybody was talking about. Is it going to happen? He talked about it, and this is what he had to say on Howard this morning on SiriusXM. There wasn't a ton of substantial, you know, conversations for us to continue. We had some, and we both thought about it. And then in the end, you know, it was just a, a great way to end two decades. We just we had a great conversation about I, know, I said this before, there's no bigger fan of the New England Patriot organization than me, you know, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that I was going to play. I, I could continue to play there at the highest level. So that was, of course, what happened at the end. Everybody was wondering, oh, there's got to be talks. There's no way yeah, the owner leaving. the owner's going to let him go away right. and not get one more year and finish his career up in New England, right? It is kind of crazy when you think about it. And Absolutely. I, I know when you go back to Namath, you know, he left the Jets. but Montana. Montana ended up with the Chiefs and actually took him to the playoffs right. once or twice, if I remember. But, you know, Emmett Smith ended up with the Cardinals. That yes. was a bad move. I yeah, mean, that yeah. was him just trying to get one more payday. Right. I don't think – and Emmett didn't need the money no, either. No, I don't and think Tom so. And Tom Brady certain does, doesn't need another – $30 million right. at this point. 
And so it's what to happens to me. I think when the Emmett Smith thing happened, I think we all he, that was just a money grab because the Cowboys wouldn't give him what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? If the Cowboys didn't, somebody else was willing to. I don't begrudge anybody a chance to get paid again. Right. And I don't know whether that tarnishes his image. Does anybody remember Emmett Smith in the Arizona Cardinals uniform? No, I don't. I just know he was there for like a year. That's all. I don't remember exactly. one game. So the whole thing about tarnishing your image and, and wearing out your welcome and all this other stuff, I, I don't think that matters anymore. To the Patriot fans, they're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. You know, are they pissed off? Some of them were. So this is more of uh, Tom Brady reacting to uh, the people talking about uh, uh, Belichick. Saying and, that Belichick couldn't, couldn't, and, can't win without and him. And vice versa. And vice exactly. Versa. Yeah, that's, that's the whole the argument. Common. These guys needed each other. Without the other piece, the other one wouldn't have succeeded. This is and if you want to hear the full interview, by the way, you can go to the Howard Stern Show on Howard 100 and listen to the entire thing on replay. But exactly. here's the next clip. The fact that you could say, would I be successful without him, the same level of success, I don't believe I would have been. But I feel the same in, in vice versa as well. To have him allowed me to be the best I could be. So I'm grateful for that. And I very much believe that he feels the same way about me because we've expressed that to each other. Hmm. Pretty good answer. It is a good answer. You know? And I, you know what? Again. I, it's his, his, his opinion. He and Tom and Belichick are close. Right. They they're always will be connected at the hip. Yeah. These two guys, one with each other. And remember, the other pieces around them, the coaches, everything changed during the entire Constantly. run. And so those were the only two constants. Mm-hmm. So when you have that. And the owner. And the owner. You know, it, was, well. it was like, you know, they always say ownership, general manager, head coach. You know, if you have those three in order and they're all on the same page, you're going to be a successful franchise. Well, they had the owner, Belichick's the head coach, and basically the GM. He had some other GMs. Right. And the quarterback. And they mm-hmm. were there forever. Exactly. I mean, and Well, that's actually comments on the next question uh, that Howard asked him, saying that there were reports out that he and Belichick, that their relationship had gone sour. And this is his response to that. I think he has a lot of loyalty. And I think he and I have had a lot of conversations that, nobody's ever been privy to and nor should they be that so many wrong assumptions were made about our relationship or about how he felt about me i know genuinely how he feels about me see another good again yeah we're we're we're, we're now rating his answers mm-hmm. this is what he feels and so that's how he feels that's what i accept i don't believe he's bsing he has no he has nothing to hide no, no he, he, he has to, he asked he doesn't have to answer it to anyone about what he feels about Belichick, the Patriots, the fans, the players he played with. Nobody's going to be bad-mouthing Tom Brady, are they? Uh, I don't Is anybody think gonna so. Ba- no. Any of the players that ever played with him going to say, yeah, you know, he, come to think of it, he was a real douche. <laughs> Nobody's going to say that about Brady. Without Brady, those guys don't have all those rings. I mean, but, you know, but, but the whole argument about who can win without whom, I mean, you know, Belichick had little to no success with the Browns, right? And when he's starting with the Patriots with Bledsoe, they weren't really doing no. a great gangbusters either until Brady came in by injury and all of a sudden boom and you know the story go. about Brady and Drew Brid, uh, Drew Bledsoe led to Tom Brady and led to Tony Romo that's you realize right in that? Dallas with Parcells yes yeah. because he was the starting quarterback in New England and then Brady comes in after sitting for a couple years mm-hmm. and boom in Dallas who was the quarterback well it was Drew Bledsoe was the quarterback in Dallas until he got hurt and then Tony Romo, who was sitting there as a relatively unknown guy, right. comes in and has an unbelievable career, probably a Hall of Famer, even though he didn't win a Super Bowl. Is Tony Romo a Hall of Famer? I don't know. I think he's a Hall of Fame broadcaster already. Well, that's, that's – uh, <laughs> yeah. there's no doubt about that. 
He didn't, he didn't need many years to put that under his belt. <laughs> so back to Brett. We have yeah, two we have more two cuts. two more clips. Uh, the first one is when, how he knew when he was done in New, New England, and the last one is going to be about how he told the team that he was leaving. So I want to hear when he knew he was done, because I want to know when I'm done, too. <laughs> so I see, if fi- I see if there's anything I can uh, put away <laughs> on the side burner. All right, here we go. I don't think there was a final, final decision, you know, until it happened. But I would say I probably knew before the start of last season that it was my last year. I, I, I knew that, you know, it was just our time was, you know, our time was, was coming to an end. That's amazing to me. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, you and I both know, like, when you, you kind of get the idea, that, hey, I think this, uh, this show or this job is kind of ending – you lose interest yeah. in it. At least I did. You know, when it's like, if you knew your show was going to be, like there was times when I'd be on a show that I knew was going to be ending in a mm-hmm. month. It was tough to get through that Absolutely. last month. Imagine going and playing a football season where you've got to be totally focused, knowing that you're probably not going to be with this so team d- and being able to go through the entire season. Does that mean it. maybe he didn't play 100% this no, last year? No, it no, doesn't mean No, I don't think so. You know, I did this. No. When I was at WIP and then I was working at ESPN and was doing both jobs, mm-hmm. I came to a point where I wanted to make a decision with my kids. I was going to t- work at one place or the other, and I couldn't continue to do both because I was working five days a week in Philly and driving to ESPN on Connecticut and then working 12-hour days Saturday and Sunday and continuing that. And so ESPN approached me and said, listen, we don't want you to die driving home every week because you're doing both shows. Right. And so we want you to make a choice. So they offered me a full-time job. I wasn't full-time at ESPN. They offered me a full-time contract. I went back to Tom Bigby, who was the program director, and I said, Tom, you know, I love working here. The show's great, Angelo and Al, but ESPN is not going anywhere. I know this show's good, and it's going to be here for a while, but I know that they're, they're guaranteeing my future, and I have to make a decision, and I'm going to choose to go to ESPN. So I signed a contract, and then they sued me. To, uh, with a right-to-match clause, and I had to stay at WIP and do both shows for another full year oh. knowing that I was going to leave again a year later. And you know what? No one knew because I still went in there every single day. And I wow. told Angelo and Al that come June, whatever the date was, I will once again walk out here quietly and never return. And so the interesting thing is no one knew because I went in there and did my job as a professional every day. So you're like Tom Brady, TB, TB. Yeah. You know, I never you know thought of it that way. TB12. Well, here's this last clip. How I only have two rings, though. I don't have uh, five So just how you told Angelo Nell, here's Tom Brady, how he told the Patriots it was over, and then we go straight to break, I believe. Yes. I went over and I said, look, I, I just want to say, you know, how much I love you and appreciate what we've done together, and I just, I know that we're not going to continue together, but thank you. You know, thank you for providing what you have for my family and and uh, and for my career. And then we, I was able to call Coach Belichick at the same time and thank him. And it was a great. I mean, I wouldn't have had it any other way. So there you have it, Tom Brady. Part of the interview this morning with Howard Stern, and as you mentioned, if you don't have Sirius XM, you get it on the app for free through May fifteenth. Just download the Sirius XM app. Go to Howard one hundred and one or Howard one hundred. Howard's got like six channels, so you won't miss him anywhere. <laughs> right. So if you want to hear the entire Tom Brady interview, just go to the SiriusXM app, or if you have Sirius and you already have Howard Stern, you know how to do it. And there it is. So interesting stuff. That's what can, you know, Still ahead, we're going to have uh, some comments from Jameis Winston, who was on TV today. Okay. He yeah. was on Fox News, of all places. He was? Yes. Now, he wasn't talking politics. He was talking about his career. He was talking about things that he's doing now as he's looking for a new job right. with the COVID-19. He's got a hotline that he set up with a doctor. And so he was talking about what he's doing during this whole thing. And 
obviously still being very popular in the Tampa Bay area. Mm -hmm. And he also talks about Tom Brady in the interview. We'll play some of that, too, still ahead. Jim Ross next hour, and we'll talk some baseball, too, with Eric Burns coming up later right here. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. Other things we got to get to today. we got some wagering news today. No, not the Philly Godfather who's still sitting at home chomping on the bit. People have been asking us about it. But, you know, there's a couple of big uh, gambling notes today, Harry. Did you know that somebody at William Hill in New Jersey okay. went in and put a bet down for $4,000 on the NFL draft, or props, as you know? Uh-huh. The one prop is, will there be more than three quarterbacks drafted in the first round? I think that's a lock. Yeah, and it, the guy put four grand down, he's going to win 1000 so is that not an easy bet? Yeah, that's, now you got to have four thousand to right, lose, but right. he's not going to lose. And I don't think there's any way that that. I think there could be five. Exactly. Yeah. So if you got an extra four thousand dollars, so you make it down to say four hundred, you would wow. only get a hundred, right? Right. That's the same odds. Right. Is they, that right? They cap those kinds of bets. Yeah, yeah. You know? Nobody's so going to be able to go right. in there and put twenty grand right. down. But so that's still. what. It's a four to one odds. Mm-hmm. Four to one odds that there will be more than three quarterbacks drafted. That's a stone cold guaranteed lock. Is it not? Uh, yes, I agree. I think three go definitely in the first uh, eight or so picks, and the the kid Love from Utah State's going to go in the first round, and possibly some more. Yeah, so yeah. that to me, that's that's an easy thousand dollars if yeah. you got four grand to lay down. Let's do that. Can we call somebody? Well, it's, it's William Hill in Jersey. We I don't know. have to worry about it, right? Yeah. You don't have to call Nunzio anymore. No. Exactly. <laughs> And by the way, there's another great story. I think story. I saw Nunzio when I walked <laughs> oh, in. Oh, yeah, he's, he's hanging around. He's here. on the stoop. That's oh, Mario. Yeah. Oh, okay. All you do is yell, Nunzio, Mario, Guido. <laughs> Five guys And, and guys come. come running out with, with track suits on and gold chains. That's how it works down here. Come on, do Harry. Do they wear the Fila sneakers? The Fila sneakers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love those. Now, hopefully when we come back from And this I can next say that break, because I'm Italian. Yes. Right. Hopefully when we come back from this next break, before we go to Jim Ross, because he's going to be calling in, uh, we will have time for Jim, who has your clip. Oh, me and With Glenn, Glenn Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Wow, Sing I want to hear this. Man, I should put that out on a special CD of the greatest hits of Tony Bruno, Singing with Real Singers, When You Can't Sing a Lick. Coming up in the next hour, Jim Ross, JR's Barbecue. What's he doing through this quarantine? Big Oklahoma fan, as yeah, you know, Harry. right. He's been everywhere in in wrestling. He is the voice of wrestling. And we are going to have him coming up in the next hour here live. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays right here on SiriusXM. And if you're watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show on there too. Watch and download. It's free. Enjoy it. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick okay. Radio, Sirius XM aye Channel aye 211, aye. and on the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine good. is necessary today, and if you're so underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for okay. you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. I thought he said Get 24-hour access to ondoc health care services okay. for just okay. $30 a month. Go then right now to OnDoc.com. That's on-Doc.com. Yes, this program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace uh, he's insurance. He's such a good person to hold on forever. He'll hold and on. Freedom for is threatened around the world. Okay, because he does. He'll hold on rise. for hours if needed. He's, such, he's amazing. Wherever the fight, whoever the enemy, when America needs her best. Oh, wait, you don't have it on the headset. Switch over. Stupid thing. Do you have what it takes? 
Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Sirius XM's got a new podcast series getting you ready for the upcoming NFL Draft. With the first pick. Hosted by NFL Radio's Bruce Murray. Each episode focuses on a specific position and features in-depth analysis and interviews with top prospects. Right now, you can check out... Yeah, I don't think so. Don't sweat it, Bruno. Just bet it. (laughs) So we come back at exactly four... Tony, when do we come back? Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. Keeping it rolling on a What Up Wednesday. Jose made it official. We had the great Tom Looney on. The great uh, listeners out there, all the Twitch streamers checking in with some great stuff. Jim from Cheltenham is on the line. He's the official archivist of my entire career. You know, he has a whole bunch of CDs that he puts together, some uh-huh. of the greatest bits. We're going to have to play those later in the year or in the summer when nothing's going on. When nothing's going on in yeah. the summer? You yeah. mean like now? Well, no, there's there's a lot going on now. But we also had the eardrum buster in the first hour, too, yes. that uh, it's, yes. it's going to be a classic. Yay, Robin. That will make the best of, I think, I at think the end so. of the week. I think uh, Bob Mannery is going to do a play-by-play of that. <laughs> yes. Up until the point where the, uh, the whole audience gets their ears blown out <laughs> by accident. But we were talking about, you know, the great Bernie Williams when I played the Bernie Goes Boom mm-hmm. from John Sterling with the Yankees whenever Bernie Williams would hit a home run. And, of course, Bernie Sanders withdrew from the Democratic nomination today, so I, that's what I thought of Bernie Goes Boom. And then we played some Bernie Williams playing the guitar. He's great. Great, great talent. And I talked about... Uh, uh, also being in the studio, I don't have a tape of that either, was the great NBA player, former great Wayman. Oklahoma, Wayman Tisdale, who passed away at a young age suddenly. And then Glenn Campbell came up. And Jim from Cheltenham, the official archivist, has the tape in the studio. Robin was just starting to work with me back then. And Glenn Campbell came into the studio with his, with his uh, PR guy. And he was on another show. I think he was on with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Oh, yeah. Who were doing their studio show in the next studio. And then Robin went over and says, hey, can you come on with Tony, you know, after that show? And he came over. Was that that Love Line show? Yeah, they yes. did the Love Line. That was Right huge. across the hall. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a huge show. Yeah. And it was done right there in Culver City in the studios there. And so Glenn Campbell comes in, and Jim has the tape. Now, Jim, where do we pick this up from? Well, Tony, this was a day where you were doing your show from Westwood One Studios. Right, in Culver City, California. And they got ahead of Westwood One and said, would you like to have Glenn Campbell on the show? I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to have him on the show. Did you have him on the show, and you were just talking. He brought his daughter's guitar with him and said, can you strum along? And all of a sudden you ask Glenn, can you sing along now? And that's what happened, really, by accident. Do we have the tape? We got the tape. Oh, let's go. go the t- I want to get goosebumps again. This yeah. is awesome. He's queuing it up now, I think. It's not real, a real cassette. Mm. Do people ask you, like, what's your favorite, what's your, your favorite Glenn Campbell song that you sing, of all your hits that you've had? Uh, I think the chord progression, lyrics, and, uh, and, and, and melody line would be probably Wichita Lineman. That's my favorite. See, I, I asked the guys in there, I said, you know, all the Glenn Campbell songs, I said, Wichita Lineman's my favorite song. Now everybody plays Rhinestone Cowboy. Do we have a little Wichita Lineman? Give me some Wichita Lineman. I am a lineman for the Great county. Song. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Webb. Great writer. Absolutely. So this is your favorite, eh? Can you do a little live uh, accompaniment? Yeah. Sing along with it, Greg. Can you sing along? Yeah. <laughs> and the witches told I'm 
one of my favorites. It's my favorite Glenn Campbell song. Oh, thank you. Wow. I didn't sing, though. He did at the end there. A little bit, yeah. You, yeah but I didn't want to mess up Glenn Campbell singing. How about playing the live Dude, guitar how great is that? Right there, right next to me, man. That's, no, the whole thing that lasted 15 minutes was just a great interview by you. No, that was a lot of fun. That's I mean, awesome. again, that wasn't planned. I didn't know Glenn Campbell was even coming into the building that night. And so to have him sit down next to me was one of the great moments of my life. Yeah. You know, and then obviously we lost him not that long later. And his, his, uh, his assistant was saying, you yeah, know, he's going it. through some tough times mentally. And, mm-hmm. you know, he was struggling. His PR person that was there was really strict. He's like, uh, gave us a list of things not to ask, not to talk about. Uh, and at the time, they were giving an excuse for him, saying that he wasn't feeling well. But then shortly thereafter, they announced that he had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. and. Tony, we have a big anniversary today. Yes, we have the tape. Yeah. On this date, April 8th, 1974, where were you, Jim? I remember I watching it all. I I they got lucky because it was Monday Night Baseball on NBC, and so right. it happened. Kirk Gowdy did it on NBC that night, coast to coast. And then, of course, Vin Scully did it on radio. Mm-hmm. It, the Dodgers. and um, The Dodgers. Hank Aaron and facing Al Downing of the Dodgers. Local tie Al Downing. As you know, he's from Trenton, New Jersey. Trenton, New Jersey. He knew started for the Braves that night. I have the clip if you'd like me to play. Well, we're going to play, but who started for the Dodgers that night? Well, Downing, Downing. but I forget who started. Ron Reed started for the Braves. The big one. Wow. The big basketball and pitching star, Ron Reed, Hmm. was out there. Are we gonna, now, we have the cut, so yeah. we're okay. going to play that right now. Let's go back. April 8th, that, that year, I was, I was married one year at that mm-hmm. point. I got married in 1973. I was covering the Phillies. I was covering local sports in Philly, and I remember sitting at home that night watching because everybody knew he was getting close to right. Babe's record, and this was the night. This is Vin Scully back on April 8th, 1974, facing Al Downing of the Dodgers. Let's listen to Vin Scully with the call of number 715. the confrontation for the second time. Aaron walked in the second inning. He means the tying run at the plate now. So we'll see what Downing does. Al at the belt delivers, and he's low, ball one. And that just adds to the pressure. The crowd booing. Downing has to ignore the sound effects and stay a professional in pitches game. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. You can hear the fireworks. And that's what's great about Ben Scully. He, I want to hear the end. You can see he lets the game breathe. For Atlanta and the state of Georgia, what a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron, who was met at home plate not only by every member of the Braves, but by his father and mother. He threw his arms around his father, and as he left the home plate area, his mother came running across the grass, threw her arms around his neck, kissed him for all she was worth. 
as Aaron circled the bases, the Dodgers on the infield shook his hand. And that was a memorable moment. Aaron is being mobbed by photographers. He is holding his right hand high in the air. And for the first time in a long time, that poker face of Aaron shows the tremendous strain and relief of what it must have been like to live with for the past several months. It is over. At 10 minutes after 9 in Atlanta, Georgia, Henry Aaron has eclipsed the mark set by Babe Ruth. Awesome. How about that? That's why Vince Scully is oh, one yeah. of the all time. Vince amazing. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he let the pause. He, he let the ball go. He right. the home run, and then he paused, let everybody. Because remember, this is on radio now. Mm-hmm. So this was the radio broadcast, and I think the local, I guess they had it on local L.A. Uh, Rate a TV as well. We but actually it was a na- televised on NBC. Right, and I saw you see Al Michaels was down on the field too. You know who else well, came out and gave him love? Craig Sager was Craig also Sager. there. He was the guy in the trench coat if you were watching yes. on Twitch. Chief Nakahoma I even came that. out and yeah. gave him love. But Joe Ferguson, the Dodger catcher, as as Hank Aaron's crossing the plate into his teammates' arms, he gave him the old catcher's mitt pat in the back of his butt. Right. I right. mean, it was an unbelievable moment. And if you were alive then and remember it well, how old were you in 74? I was, uh, well, because this was April of 74, so I had not yet turned nine. I was eight. But wow. by the time I, we took a trip, my, my Little League team, in August to Veterans Stadium when the Braves came through, I think on their second trip into Philly, to see Henry Aaron, we took a bus down, right? Oh, yeah. So awesome. we're sitting literally at the last row in the 700 level. I kid you not. You know, we're nine-year-old kids at this point. You know, we're going bananas, right? They didn't, they didn't start Henry Aaron. He came in as a DH in, the, like, the eighth or ninth inning, and they intentionally walked him. No way. Yes, I swear to God I booed. You I'm nine booed. years old. I'm booing him. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is absolutely yeah. unbelievable. No, I mean, that's part of the great thing about being Chief Nakahoma right. was there and could never be there ever again <laughs> based on today's world. But that was Fulton County Stadium yeah. in Atlanta. What a great night. I was 22 years old. Man. When that but happened. He, went, he went through Hank Aaron. People don't know. He had some depth threads. Lo- oh, low yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And was a, as he went through a lot just to get that thing done in an hour with. You're absolutely right. That was one of the most difficult records. Obviously, it was the most coveted record. Mm-hmm. And then later smashed when everybody was doing steroids and stuff. Right. Although Bonds would have had a good chance even without roids yeah. to do it. He would have needed a couple more years. But Hank Aaron doing it was one of the most remark uh, uh, next to Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier breaking the record of Babe Ruth by Hank Aaron in 1974 unreal remember 10 years after the civil rights era we're still talking about Atlanta the deep south mm-hmm. you know the land of Jim Crow and the and the KKK and the fact that they adored this guy down there because he was just a class act too he wasn't just a great player no I mean he was a great human being he's still alive I mean, Dan Patrick Dan, had him on earlier he today. had him on yeah. today he sounded great yeah it's yeah. unbelievable man so that's one of those moments in baseball that we have and now we can watch every year as it passes on the on this date April 8th 1974 Hank Aaron you know who caught the ball in the bullpen Jim I know Jim will know this um, house I think I, was it Tom house or was it Gene Garber? No, because it was Gene Garber. It was Gene Garber, I think, caught the baseball mm. and also became a Phillies 
bullpen right. pitcher, the great Gene Garber. He had that uh, sidewinder kind of motion. Exactly. Right. You're not getting this kind of yeah. – even Keith Olbermann listening today would be saying, damn, that's good baseball now. And Tom House is the guy that works with quarterbacks now, doesn't he, with the throwing motion. Yes, exactly. Kind of a guru. Wow. Man. Uh, John, remind everybody, you can get the replay of your show now. It's in prime time at 7 o'clock every night now. So, yeah. on Sirius, they're replaying it. 3 to 11, they replay the show at 7 o'clock. I thought they replayed it as soon as we ended at 6 o'clock. They did yesterday. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. tonight, they'll replay the show again from I, 7 to 11? Depends what other shows they have around 7 o'clock. I yeah. think Jim works for, for programming at Sirius <laughs> XM <laughs> now. <laughs> I've had it since 2004. I'm a big fan of XM. <laughs> a big fan of XM. <laughs> I know. I am, too. I've had it forever. And I pay for it every year. I got it for I free. I know you plan. pay for it. I pay for it. I love. I have it in my car every day. It's what I listen to. Jim, good stuff, man. Thanks, Thank Jim. you so much. Well, you need anything else, let me know. All right. Thank you, Jim. You know what I don't have, which I really regret? What's is, that? Is George, Carl, I mean, George Carlin calling into my show in L.A. Oh, man. That was great stuff. And I don't know where that tape ever went. But that was one, another one of the thrills of my life, having George Carlin listening in from Venice Beach. And I was in Santa Monica doing my show right. on national radio on Sporting News with Mark Willard. Mm-hmm. And George Carlin calls in, and the producer says, there's a guy on the line says he's George Carlin. And I'm thinking, oh, it's just a joke. Right. And I said, well, put him on. And he put him on, and it was George Carlin. And he said, listen to the show. He loves listening to sports radio, and he liked the way I thought, and he liked my mind, how it worked. Wow. Well, George Carlin is telling you he likes the way you think. That's cool. What does that tell you? Yeah. It's awesome. And now people today give me crap all over social media. Right. George Carlin likes the way I think. How can everybody else not like the way I think? I think Jim, uh, you know, has to have the title associate producer of the show. I, I mean, agree. He's, he's the official archivist. Of right. The show. Well, okay. So that. that's the official yes. title. Okay. Official archivist. Right. I don't know what kind of prizes we can give him. Yeah. A trophy of some kind. A bronze plaque. Whatever. I'd go to a local uh, place that makes plaques and stuff, but they're all closed. That's I can't right. get it made. I'll have a local artisan chisel a bust of Jim from Cheltenham that we'll always have in the studio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you know who's going to join us? JR. Jim Ross. The boss. Got a new book out called. I don't know if this is on. Under the Black Hat. Under the Black Hat. Jim Ross, the voice of wrestling. We'll talk with him in Oklahoma, see what's going on down there. (laughs) Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. (laughs) Right there on Sirius XM 211 and on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show. Um, and actually, you had – he corrected you on Twitter. Who did? Big Jim Ross, because you said uh, the voice of WWE. But he said, no, actually, it's with All Elite Wrestling. I know he is now, yeah. but I'm saying he was a voice. I know, but he, I think he is. So I said, oh, we'll give him a bump, bump, bump on the show. Where did I say it on Twitter that he was the voice of WWE? Uh, when you tweeted out that he was coming? Yeah, I didn't say he was uh, the voice of WWE. I said the voice of wrestling. Uh, Unless you did that, Robin, no, no, and tweeted no, no, it. no, no. Does anybody need anything? You need water? You got it? Okay. There's water's upstairs if somebody Water, as they say here in South Philly. I love saying that. I don't like the accent, but I love saying water. Who was on deck when Hank hit 715, Harry? Do you remember that? I don't think anybody does. Nobody cared. (laughs) Biff Polkaroba. Harry from CBS said, you finally got me on Twitch. It was Tom House. Yes. Wasn't Gene Garber out in that bullpen, too? Oh. All right, Pat. Good job, Thanks, man. Pat. I do. I'm on timeout. Who was on deck? Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker was on deck. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Tom House caught the ball. Dusty Waldorf. Who? Clarky Bob says it's Dusty Waldorf. No, Dusty. Dusty I'm Waldorf. I'm just reading what he wrote. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. I'm getting ripped on Twitter and on the Twitch feed. Why? But normally, you know, if I do something wrong, it deserves to be ripped, and we give ourselves one of those. Yeah. Robin already has maybe the biggest one, certainly of the week. Well, it's a double. Yeah. She yeah. got a double. Right. And I, doubles are usually good. Yeah. But not when you get a double bump, bump, the bump on this show. I gave one to myself. That was one for each ear she blew out. So when I sent out a tweet to promote the show, I said Jim Ross, the voice of wrestling. I didn't say WWE. He was the voice of WWE, and obviously he was all elite wrestling now. I know mm -hmm. that. And so I'm getting ripped saying I, didn't, I called him the voice of WWE. I did not call him. And I'm looking for the tweet to make sure. Because if I was wrong, I mean, even Jim went on Twitter and ripped me, right? Yes. Come on, Jim. And he corrected you. See, and I didn't write WWE. Wait, we have five minutes until who, – who, who, who texted this out, tweeted this out? We have five minutes until showtime. We have some great guests lined up for you. WWE's JR's Barbecue joins you know us that is? for a recap of that's WrestleMania. That's our intern. Thing. That's our new uh, intern. That was not me. New... Yeah. Okay. So that See? is oh. – That wasn't me. This is why I don't give permission <laughs> for other people other than myself to tweet under my name. And I hate this to rip a... a young man who is a senior at, the univer at Indiana University. The Indiana University. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. Yes. Because yes. I know I didn't put WWE. And right. there it is. And I'm getting ripped now See? because I didn't tweet that. But but you know what? This is really good, though, for Tony. Because now he can, anytime he types something incorrectly or says something that he realizes he shouldn't say, he can just blame it on the internet. Well, right, no, yeah. when, it's, when it's my fault, I'll blame. I'll say, yeah, I did, made a mistake. But I know I didn't write WWE. right. Caleb, <laughs> not my style to rip young college students. Yeah, I used to hate this at the other place. See, I never have anybody tweeting no, for me. No, but it wasn't my tw Twitter. It was the show's Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the show's Twitter, the producer would type up some gibberish that sounded awful, and it's coming out over our – and then me and my co-host would get the crap for it. And I'm like, I didn't write it. Now, so Caleb, then I'd just throw everybody under the bus. Caleb is doing a great job. No, he is. Just, Cra Caleb called us. You know, he's a senior – he wants to get into broadcasting. He was one of our callers when he was 12 years old. He used to call into the show. Mm -hmm. Sharp kid. and But I, I'm not going to take the fall for something I didn't do. No, I, as you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'm not tapping out. Nope. I'm not going to go over the corner ropes. And so Jim Ross ripped me unjustly. The Twitch stream wants him fired. No, we can't fire the intern. They're, He's not making any money. He's doing this for college credits. They're, Come on, man. They are, they are just brutal. Fire the intern. Fire. See? <laughs> It's a cancel culture, Tony. Yes, Everybody it is. No, I'm not, that hard. I'm not that much of a jerk to work with or for. Jeez. Let's go to the man himself, the voice of wrestling. JR's Barbecue. Had a chance to see him a few months back when he came to town. Haven't talked to him in a while. And it's always great to catch up with the man, the man under the black hat, the voice of wrestling, whether it's WWE and now, of course, with all elite wrestling, his books about his life and all the things he's going through. We welcome in the great Jim Ross. Jim, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Tony. Hey, I love to listen to you guys. I'm glad you're back uh, on Big Time Radio, man. I love hearing you. Well, thank you, sir. So let's first of all let's catch up. You're in you're you're obviously down there, hunkered down in Oklahoma. What's going on in your life now? With we saw the, the WrestleMania had to do it in their studios in Orlando. What's going on with your life, and then also with uh, with AEW? Well, I adopted one of the exotic shows, Tigers. 
that's not going so well. <laughs> that's right, because yeah. that's where Joe Exotic is from. Right. Have you ever been to a zoo and the guy who replaced him and then moved it to another part of Oklahoma, did that, is that place still open? I think that it is. Uh, to answer your question, no. Hell no. I have not gone to Joe Exotic. And by the way, I think he's actually a Texan who snuck across the Red River and infiltrated our state. Well, I, and I do. I, he was also born in Kansas, so we can't take all the blame for village idiot. I've seen pictures of him in a Longhorns like cap, so I, he might be right. Now, he could be a Texan. It's an outrage. Yeah, yeah. they're sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, now obviously, you know, you're with the AAW. That's been going on this year on TNT. So what's the latest on, on that? Because we mentioned the WWE, and they did the WrestleMania over two nights over the weekend. Yeah. A lot of people watched it because there's not much sports on. Even though there's some complaints and there's some people that liked it, it was still entertainment. What's going on with your organization now? It's doing good. You know, we're uh, building momentum. We have a great partnership with, uh, with TNT and, and uh, all those nice folks there in Atlanta. Uh, Wednesday night. Matter of fact, hell, that's tonight. It is tonight. Uh, Eight, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central, if anybody cares uh, about the 7 Central. And, but they should. That's my time zone. <laughs> so uh, we're doing fine, man. We are, we're like a young expansion football team. We're playing. We're, we're competing with everybody else in the business, including the big dog in the yard, WWE, who, by the way, I will say, did an amazing job of having all those matches in these uh, closed sets and no audience. And for the talent to go out there and bust their ass and do what they did, uh, i, I got to tip my black hat. No, I agree. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't see much of it. I saw some of the highlights. And, you know, people were criticizing some of the bouts. And, you know, when you have that kind of situation where you have two nights of nonstop action, it's got to be hard for everything to go off perfectly, especially without the audience. And that's got to be the hardest thing to do, especially in a performance, which is entertainment and athleticism at the same time. Yeah, because they feed off the crowd, too, Exactly. Right? Well, you know, they're like, you know, like anybody else, any other entertainer. If you're a comedian, you want to hear laughter. Mm-hmm. If you're a singer, you want to get an ovation. You want to get the crowd into your music. And I did a match, a show, the first show with no uh, audience down in uh, Orlando. Uh, was it Orlando? No, Jacksonville. I'm oh, sorry, Jacksonville. Uh, I got the state right. I'm old. Come on. Uh, <laughs> state right, for God's sake. But anyway... Uh, I'm a monitor guy. I don't. I don't normally wander around and look at the ring or uh, around much unless there's something I really need to. The cameraman didn't get. I'm a monitor guy, so my head's down. I'm not really looking at it, and the cameramen are shooting tight, so it's a different breed of cat. But if you ride your levels up a little bit, if you're fighting your other guys to get in and get over, to be heard, then uh, it's okay. You know, you, it can be done. We're broadcasters. That's what the hell we do. Exactly right. Jim Ross joins us. Uh... Under the black hat, and you know, you had a chance to write your memoir. I mean, obviously, you had an unbelievable career, and it's still going strong now in Oklahoma and in wrestling. You are everybody knows Jim Ross. You got the barbecue sauce. I mean, you got so many things going on. But this book is a, is an unbelievable look back at all the things, the highs and the lows of your life. When did you decide to write this, Jim? I wrote my first book, Slobberknocker, uh, two years ago. It came out in. The fall of 17. My wife got killed in March of 17. And uh, I, I was finishing the book at that time. So I finished Slavonarka there. But my autobiography stopped at WrestleMania 15, if you can believe that. They just had 36. So my uh, my book stopped there, the first book. I picked it right back up. It's like I used to try to write an episodic television show. It's just chronological uh, 
progression of my life. And it included the Attitude Era, the war, the Monday Night Wars, and all that good stuff. And, you know, having a couple of bouts of Bell's palsy and getting fired two or three times. Uh, you know, and uh, most, but most significantly, obviously, no pun, you know, not joking, but was losing my wife from about 30 seconds, a 30 second walk from where I'm sitting right now in my living room. So that was a, it's got a lot of stories in it, and it's all true. And, you know, I talk about, you know, I'm human. I've made mistakes over the years. I talk about, first time I ever talked about self medicating. God Almighty, how many of our friends do we know, Tony? Uh, that have self-medicated their ass almost out of business. Uh, of pretty much everybody I've ever known in the business, Jim. Yeah, well, and it's sad. But so I, I, I have this sleep apnea, this undiagnosed. Un, uh, so I'm, uh, when I finally get it diagnosed and I move back to Oklahoma, I stopped sleeping 66 times in an hour. Wow. So I had a bad My wife, so, you know, she tipped off the, our doctor. I think he stopped breathing at night. What? So uh, I had a sleep test, and that's what they discovered us up. But I couldn't sleep, so now I'm taking Ambien for like 10 years. It's so stupid. And while my doctors kept giving it to me, then I finally go to WebMD or something. It's a temporary diagnosis for uh, insomnia or whatever. 10 years. That ain't, that, ain't, mm. that ain't temporary. So then when I didn't, when the Ambien started to loosen up a little bit, I chased it with a Xanax. And then when the Xanax tolerance built up, I would chase it with Crown Royal. So I was on my way to dying and just trying to do my job. When you get to, when you're a performer and you're at a certain age, God dang it, man, the paranoia and the self doubt is a bitch. Sorry. That's okay. Jim Ross That's joining okay us. Now. Harry Mays, Tony Bruno here on Sirius XM Two Eleven. Harry's, you know, Harry, we always used to, we were big wrestling guys. Oh yeah. I'm not much locked in with the newer guys. I mean, obviously, a lot of the guys that that we know and you grew up with with the Stone Colds and all of those guys, the Rock. Yeah. You name them, Cena. Those guys were all huge, and you go way, way back to the beginning with, you know, when the wrestling thing came back in Tampa, Florida in particular, with those guys down there. Right, with all those great performers that you interviewed. I mean, part of the, the big part of wrestling is the interview and sort of developing the character. Who was the performer that was just, that you remember was being a natural right out of the gate? Well, he was already doing his thing. Rick Flair can't be beat on the microphone. Because uh, that's just the way he is at Happy Hour. The hell is this Rick? Rick never played a character. He, just, he was always Richard Flair. Just call him Rick. Call him the nature boy. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, from, from moment one that I met him, I, I, when I was recruiting Dwayne to come to WWE, he had just been cut by the Calgary Stampeders, the CFL. And he, his dad was a great wrestler, Hall of Famer. His grandfather, the high chief Peter Maivia, was a great wrestler. So he's a third-generation guy. He should have got it. But he had this skill that we all see now on the big screen or wherever you turn your TV on. Uh, he had it, man. I, we were sitting there having a, a – I remember what we had for – this is so significant to me. We had grilled chicken, black beans, and, and rice. So I said, pull a line out of Harry Met Sally, I'll have what he's having. So then he's sitting there in a, in a tank top. Thank God I wasn't because the restaurant was probably been – Exited very quickly. <laughs> J.R. to tank top ain't the look I'm looking for. So I'm sitting there and talking to him. So every woman, seemingly, every woman in the damn place came by to want, and wanted to know if we wanted more to drink. <laughs> and most of them wanted to know those that answer. Didn't even work there. They were guests. They want to get close to the great one. And so uh, then I had some guys come by the table. Hey, J.R., what are you doing here? I'm trying to recruit this guy, blah, blah, blah. And then they shot the breeze of rock. I saw that everybody liked it. But, man, he was a natural from the word go, fellas, mm -hmm. ladies. Hey, hey uh, 
How you doing, Miss 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 Young Lady? I am great. She was. She heard you talking about you in a tank top, and then she like. I know. Lost I, train I, of I did. I, I was imagining it in my head, and. Well, my nipples got hard. <laughs> <laughs> You and me both. Maybe I don't want to know. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just a poor Oklahoma guy. I'm isolated. I'm down here hunkered down, you know, and just uh, I'm eating my own cooking. I'm laughing at my own jokes. I think I'm losing my mind. I'm not traveling right now because I'm 68, and our owner, Tony Khan, who he and his dad own the Jacksonville Jaguars, says you're too valuable to the team. I can't uh, hope for you to get sick, so you just stay home for a few weeks. Oh, okie dokie. Now, while you're right. down, while you're at home doing this, you could watch uh, Mike Gundy uh, make some news down there in the great state of Oklahoma. The mullet is uh, quite the character. He he would be a great pro wrestling manager. Yeah, he would. He, he pisses off everybody at the most unique times and so organically. You know, him saying well, we're we're going to be uh, doing this. Uh, we're going to football's going to be open for on May first. Well, you're an idiot. And he really is an idiot. Come on, he's, he's got that hair thing. He he's got an image. He's trying to uphold. Now he's saying today. Listen to this. Today he says he's going to build a 125 room mansion on his farmland, ranch land near Stillwater, so that they can have that as their training summertime training camp. I don't know what he's he's, he's smoking some good stuff, man. Wow. I don't know what the deal is this guy? Is he hanging out with? Did he get Joe Exotic's property down there, and he figures he's going to use whatever left over because they moved everything out of there? No, I think they went to St. Barbara, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, he he reminds me of the mouth of the South. Who was that guy? Was it? Uh, the, he was Jimmy a man. Hart. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yes, yeah. Jimmy Hart. Yeah. The mouth of the South. <laughs> the, the, the lead singer of the Gentrys back in the day. Was Is he that... the lead singer of the Gent- Gentrys who did "Keep on Keep on Dancing"? <laughs> Wow. I did not know. Remember the song by the Gentry? Well, keep on dancing. Well, we got to get that we up. Got, Robin. Robin, can you find Keep on Dancing by the Gentrys? <laughs> I love that song. I did not know that was the mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart was the lead singer. I did not know well, that, Jim. Yeah, and he, and he also wrote a lot of the entrance music back in that era uh, for WWF at the time. So he's writing songs. A lot of this work we hear all the time, but we just didn't know who wrote it. But Jimmy was in that, that group. Uh, they're Memphis kids, I yeah. believe. Yeah, they are. And uh, and he went to Treadwell High School, and that's where he met my old broadcast partner, Jerry the King Lawler. They went to high school together. Wow. So uh, and then they then, then Jimmy, when the music thing faded, made the music get it, and then he he uh, got into wrestling. He wasn't going to be a wrestler because he weighs. He's like he's like he's like a Barney Fife side. Speaking of Barney Fife, you know they played that on one of the episodes. The, the actual video of Keep On Dancing by the Gentrys has all the old-school uh, TV shows. It's Get Smart there, Get right? Smart. You yeah. have the Adams Family. But the best part is the drums, because I have my drumsticks. Where they, wait, let, let me just play. We're going to play. Here we go. Keep on dancing and a breaking. That was pretty good, Tom. It's a good song. It's a 1965 hit redone by the Bay City Rollers in the 70s. Yeah, but they're not that? as good as the no, Gentry stuff. I know, I know. <laughs> See, I did not know. That's something I learned, and I thought I knew a lot about movie music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and today. Jimmy well, you Ross. found out you found out Jimmy Hart's an old rocker. You found out that Joe Exotic, probably from Texas. You <laughs> found out that the Exotic and Mike Gundy, the coach of OSU, have the same barber. <laughs> <laughs> 
do you, no. do you, do you and any? you also made, and you also found out that Robin made your nipples hard, but are they pierced like the like Governor Cuomo of New York? Do you have the little studs in there like he does? The only little stud I got is in my drawers. <laughs> oh, that, that's a drop. We got to use that. Oh, I, I'm man. wondering if he has any stories on about another Oklahoman who I like is Blake Shelton. Like, do you have any insight on him? He's a mystery man here. He's got a big place down on Lake Texoma. I hear he entertains that. Uh, I've met him casually. He's he's a half-ass wrestling fan from back in the day, but a hell of a nice guy. For as rich as he is, and as sexiest man in all in the world type deal, he's a hell of a good guy. Well, sir, you Jim Ross. The book is out now. It's called Jim Ross Under the Black Hat. The Voice of Wrestling with Paul O'Brien and uh, great stories about your entire life. And hopefully we get to see you soon. This will all end one day. And uh, we're not going to come down to go to the Joe Ex- the, the Exotic Joe Exotics or the other guy's uh, Tiger Place. Maybe Gundy's there. Hotel. Maybe, yeah, yeah, 120 yeah. rooms. Yeah. Now I'll come down for that. When that opens up, Jim, I'm going to come down. Mike Gundy, I'll be yelling, I'm a man. I'm, I'm 40. 40. And all the I'm other 40. great. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm 40. Wow. Hey, I, 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 got, I got some good news this morning, I'll get, and I know i got to get off here. Uh, I, our, my book is the number one selling sports biography on Yahoo globally. Wow. wow. Roaring Congratulations. Round of applause. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Roaring round of applause. Jeez. On Amazon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye, safely. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> so I'm proud of that. So as, as, as a, I'll close maybe with this. As the late girl of Monsoon would say, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. Exactly right. That's a good Another one. local guy was a school teacher here in South Jersey, right? Was he right? Cherry Hill? Was he from He, he was another Cherry Philadelphia Hill? area guy, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. One of the most mild-mannered, brilliant guys you'll ever mm-hmm. meet or talk to. But in the ring, in a crazy Luke Graham, we talked about this before, one of my favorite guys. He would do the whole thing. You can't call anybody crazy anymore. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, he would get all riled up. And then George the Animal Steel. I mean, some of the, the legendary guys that Jim all Jim and I grew up with because we're basically in the same age group here, man. Right, yeah. I, 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 this book's got great stories about my relationship, my 26-year relationship with one of the most complex geniuses uh, in the world of entertainment and Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. A lot of stories because nobody was closer to him during that run than me because I was in charge of the talent roster. I was a player personnel guy. Wow. So my department was hiring all those guys. You know, we hired The Rock and, and Cena and Brock Lesnar and Dave Batista, all these guys. And there's so many more edge. So many guys at WrestleMania were guys that, that my team uh, was fortunate enough to sign. So it's been a, a hell of a run. And, and my relationship with Steve Austin, who became the biggest star, the brightest star for that, that certain length of time that we've ever seen. So uh, great stories with him. And I just think people, it's a story of just a regular guy. That really lived his dreams and got my fat ass off the farm. So I went from the farm in Oklahoma to the garden in New York City, and it's been a hell of a run. That's uh, incredible. Hey, Jim, one last thing for me. Uh, you saw that uh, the Gronk won the 24 7 belt the other night at <laughs> WrestleMania. Now, in your yeah. view, you've seen them all. In your view, does he have the, what it takes to be in this for the long <laughs> haul, or you think this is sort of a, a short term thing? I think it's a short term thing. Because I don't know how committed he would be to for to go down to the WWE uh, training camp in Orlando and really apply himself. Hmm. I don't know that he would put himself 
but it's, it's, going to be, it's very, very physical. You, get, you know, you talk to guys that have been the Kurt Angle won a gold medal. He said pro wrestling is tougher than that. Uh, but because of the travel and the, the you're so much, you're, the, the job is so unique. You got to be a showman. You got to be a badass. You got to be an athlete. You got to be an acrobat. You're doing your own stunts here. So I don't know that Gronk is committed. I don't know him. But I've never met him. But if he's committed to doing it, athletically speaking, Tony, hell yeah, he could do about anything he wants to athletically. But it's a mind game and it's a mental thing. So that's, that remains to be seen. The great Jim Ross, always a pleasure to talk to him. It's good to see you when you're in Philly. Miss Robin and I came over, said hi, and and uh, she's smiling, Jim, because she loves you. We all love you, man. We all love hey, you. I want you guys. I want you guys to go to my little website, my little my little website, jrsbbq.com. You can buy a book there. But if Miss Robin places an order, then you text me your order number. I will make everybody very happy. Jrsbbq.com. Jrsbbq. That's jrsbbq.com. And yep. I need some sauce, too. You, is the sauce still flowing down there? Not that kind of sauce. I mean the barbecue sauce. I got two barbecue sauces. I got a chipotle ketchup, jalapeno honey mustard with one mm-hmm. gram of sugar. And I've got, it's really healthy, and I've got some great seasoning. And we make beef jerky. And oh, by the way, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can get a, a copy of this hot new book called Under the Black Hat at jrsbbq.com with free shipping. And a personalized autograph. How's that kid? Wow, I didn't even Jeez. get my book that I have wow. personally autographed. Well, you got the preview, Tony. Yeah. It's a hard copy, though. I like, the, I like the, uh, the feel of the cover, though. That's a nice matte finish on there. It's really nice, Jim. Really good stuff. Hey, one thing you guys have been pro voice guys, really professional big-time announcers. I read the audio book. Hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life. Hardest thing. I did voices. I, you know, took us on a little, started taking a little ride. But, man, when it came to talking about my, my late wife, holy God. Oh, that would be tough. That. That's tough. I wasn't prepared. For, it took me twice as long to read the damn thing because this is going to sound. I should call Blake Shelton and write a song about this. <laughs> I had so many tears in my eyes, I couldn't read. Yeah, Pretty no, I, told, I understand. I'm dreading my dad's memorial service that we've had to put on hold because I'm going to need to read something. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through it. Well, yeah, you will, Mr. Robert. You will because I'm going to send you from Oklahoma. Great sauce, great tasting food. It's going to put you in a wonderful frame of mind, and you'll take your mind off the bad stuff and only focus on those great years. Good, because I just got a new grill, and I need to get outside and start cooking, man. The great <laughs> Jim Ross. Ball in your court, baby. <laughs> <laughs> JRsBBQ.com. Yes. Exactly right. Get the book, get the sauce, and, uh, and what else? No, nah, don't worry about that. Jim, <laughs> thank you again, sir. Good luck, and congratulations on the book. It's awesome. I love old stories from legends who've lived through all of this stuff, and you're certainly one of those guys. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you guys very much, and enjoy AEW tonight. Absolutely. TNT tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. And what time in the Pacific? I guess they, they play it later in, in, in the – they don't play it at 5 o'clock no, Pacific. I doubt that. No, they no. play it at 8 o'clock. It's not 7 good for o'clock. ratings. Exactly. Jim, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. Okay, guys. Be well. Take care. There he is. Let's give him another roaring round of applause. I love him. Yeah, he's great. And Jake? I've never, I mean, with everything that he's gone through, I've never had, like, he always makes you feel good and happy. It says here on the website, JR's Family Barbecue, inspired by mama, enjoyed by you. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Coming back. We're going to take some of your calls, too. Open lines, 215-462-TONY. You hear us talk, you want to talk, you call, we talk. 
Can we talk here? 215-462-8669. It's Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Miss Robin, the whole gang on Sirius XM 211 and on the Twitch stream, too, at twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. I kind of figured he would say he would include the rock in that. Yeah. Like the natural, because he just seemed like he would be a natural. His, like, what was his dad? Was it Rocky Johnson? Yes, was his exactly. father. Hey, he just died yeah. last year, too, you know, not we, that many we, months ago. We got to meet The Rock, too, which Did is you? one of my highlights. Uh, now, where was that? At a Super Bowl? Or what? No. no I, it, when I was working, press for, when I was doing stuff for uh, NBC's Bay Area with Gary, when I was doing Gary Show, yeah. they wanted to do some movies, movie stuff. And so since all the movie guys would go to L.A. Mm-hmm. And have these big press chunkets, like at the Beverly Hills Hotel and things yeah. like that. So they had a camera crew there for me. So I got in line. I was in line to interview The Rock and uh, what's his name? Billy Bob Thornton. They were doing this the movie Faster. called Faster. Mm. And so I got to sit there. I got dressed up. These poor guys were like going doing one after another. Right. So they had a two-camera shoot. And I sat down and I interviewed The Rock and then I interviewed Billy Bob Thornton. And then Robin and her dad came by My that dad day. happened to be visiting, and he's a big rock fan. Mm-hmm. And so he, we got permission to take him along, which was one of the highlights. I mean, he got pictures. And you know how, like, when you meet somebody that's a celebrity, that's a, especially if they're on movies, they look smaller in real life mm-hmm. than you imagine he them to be? Bigger. Oh, he looks bigger. He looks bigger. He was coming down the hallway of this hotel, and I swear yeah, his shoulders were yeah. hitting each Well, you can see the pic- We have pictures. I look like I'm... Five feet tall next to him mm-hmm. and weigh 100 pounds. Yeah. I know. I looked petite. It's the only time in my life other than <laughs> my photograph with Kareem where I look small oh, yeah. and petite. <laughs> Speaking of Kareem, we got a Kareem story. We have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar update? Yeah. Yeah, we do. God, have you talked to Gary? I, we had Gary on the show yesterday. Yeah, somebody was asking about Ennis. Dr. Ennis Dr. Bongo Man. Monday. Dr. Bongo Man. We had... Uh, we had Gary Radnich on mm-hmm. yesterday for like 15 minutes almost. We had Josh Innes on on Monday. On Monday. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony, we can get we can take some calls here again because gonna Eric's do. not going to be on until 5:30. Right. No, that's why I said okay. I, that's why we opened okay. the phone lines. And by the way, you guys don't want McMullen today or what? Robin sent me an email. You guys don't want to do McMullen. Uh, do you think we should do John today? Is there anything different from yesterday? That well, you got. Uh, well, I mean, the Brady stuff. Yeah. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes. Yeah, always great to have friends of the show on, good people, even some bad people every once in a while we'll have on there. Like ourselves. We right. got to be here every day because we're on the show. We'll have a Wimbledon update. Yes, a Wimbledon update, Harry. You're not getting that anywhere else. And also uh, some NBA news. Coming up, and some baseball talk next hour. But in the meantime, let's go to the phone, shall we? Let's go to the phones. Yes, lines are open if you would like to give us a call at 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. And now a man who will give us the big board, the stocks, the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, and the futures on uh, crops and corn and wheat and milk. Dean in Clearwater, Florida. Hello. What up, guys? Congrats on the new show, man. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, Tony, what are you doing sitting down in that cellar with no mask on your face? You're old, man. You ain't, you ain't, you know, you know, you don't spring chicken 30 years old, 20 years old. Who's going to contaminate me, Harry? Robin? You don't know what, you don't know what these other people down there are doing 21 hours out of the day when they're not down there with you, brother. I'm at home. Come on. Harry's at home along with his wife. I'm along with Robin. Joe C. is 
20 feet away from me. Joe Krause's now, 20 feet away from me. Joe C., I worry about. Yeah, I worry no, about I him, too. I don't know about him. <laughs> I worry about any dude with long hair and dark beards and then wearing plaid. Those are the kinds exactly. of guys I usually make sure I don't and get And he close. drives a van. He drives a van oh, down by the river? I saw him. He was behind me today. I'm like, what kind of Joe a big-ass van? It's uh, kind of a big van, yeah. Is it like one of those box vans? No, I don't What is it, Joe? So. What kind of van? It's a Dodge Grand Caravan. Champagne one, so it's not the most oh, intimidating thing in the world. it's kind of like a mom van. Yeah, I wanted an Econo line, but I couldn't justify having a van that big, so I went, because I need to move gear, but yeah. an SUV is too small, but an Econo line is too It's not like big, a Chevy so van from the great oh, song by Sammy Johns. Sammy Johns. <laughs> like a picture she was laying there. Remember that song, yes. Robin, Chevy Van? Oh, it's classic. It's a great song. Oh. By the way, Dean, I know you're, a lot of the wrestlers are from the Tampa Bay area. Yeah. You know, obviously, the great, most of the greats are down there. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, Orlando right. Lando is the Hogan, training Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan there, from yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Still down there. How about Jim Ross? You got, I know you're wrestling. I mean, you're probably not into the modern day stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know all the new guys right now, but I'm an old school no, wrestling I guy. See, I, used to see, I used to see Randy Macho Man. Savage all the time in the store down here, grocery store. Yeah, all the time. Oh, so, oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right though. I don't. I'm not into the. You know, today. I mean, I used to watch the ECW when you had the Sandman and Raven oh. and all of them. Those dudes are good. But I go back to like oh. my, my man was um, George the Animal Steel. Yeah. Jay Strongbow, Bruno Sammartino. Is this Yacht Rock? I would. Uh, call it. This, I don't know. This is sort I of. I think Yacht this Rock? is like '70s on Seven or something. Yeah. This Sammy is John. No, this is Sammy John. Remember this song? Chevy Van? Now, here, here it comes. Here comes the riff right here. Cause like a picture she was laying there. Off her hand. Stove up and took me by the hand. We made them and they... She's gonna love me in my Chevy Van. And that's all right with me. Damn it! I used to know all the words. That's all right with me. Yeah. Is, is this the first break out of the drumsticks? Yeah. No, I no. did a little. Uh, I did a little Gentry's "Keep on Dancing" with it with the great riff. You nailed that. Oh, I, I, uh, hey, that was, I'm good with the sticks, man. Geez. I play air everything on this show. Geez. That's for all the people who have been listening to the Twitch stream. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm probably I'm well versed on pretty much every air instrument. Mm. I played air. I'm air, trying to think of what the most common. flute. Yes, really? you did. Who else has played air pan which, flute on this Which really looks stupid, who by was, the way. Who was Zamfir. <laughs> yeah, Zamfir. Yes. Yes. That's Zamfir. great Zamfir Yeah, knowledge. I saw that advertisement on TV where they'd advertise his CD. Didn't you God, buy I the whole him. set when you no, used to I see him not. at like 1 o'clock in the morning, Zamfir? Zamfir. <laughs> I think he was part of that package where you could buy, you know, what was that? Uh, Columbia, Columbia Records. Columbia Record House yeah. where you uh, bought yeah. like for one penny. I think Dean still buys those things late night when he's up. All right, what's the stock market doing, Dean? It's going up since the show's been on the air. Yeah, the, the, the Dow was up 779 today. So a three-day three day run here. It's about damn time. Uh, I mean, I was hanging out on the Sunshine Skyway Bridge there for a little while, but now <laughs> I've talked myself down. So since the show's been on, the stock market has regained at, what, 2,000 points? Not 2,000 points. Yeah, 2,000 yeah. points. It's gone up Pretty to what? close, yeah. He went from the Sunshine Skyway to the Courtney Campbell. Oh, that's good, Courtney Campbell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Although you're not allowed to go out there and, like, fish and go on the water there, right? No, like no I know, but if you jump off, you're not going to kill yourself. No, I'm not talking about the bridge. I'm talking about all the people lined oh, up there yeah. on the Courtney Campbell going from over to St. Pete from downtown Tampa. Yeah, no, it's pretty – everybody's staying at home for the most part now that they've shut down the beaches finally. I mean, I can't believe how long those morons were still heading out there. 
Yeah, the last time I saw a moron on the beach was when you, me, and Robin were on there walking around taking <laughs> pictures of chicks with, with their butts hanging out with thongs. Remember, Robin? Yes. All the thong pictures? Yes, and you wrote, and you wrote, you wrote in the sand, no show today. Exactly right. Would you do a show if you were on to Clearwater no. Beach with a bunch of women wearing know. thongs walking by? No way. Hell no, man. Come on. No, that was that was a good day. That was absolutely a good day. A little bit of breakfast beforehand. It was nice. Now you've got the Sirius yeah, satellite radio down there in Tampa, right? You got it. You've had it before we yeah, came I on sent here. You yeah, I sent you pictures of it. I love all the people sending pictures of the you know in the car where it shows the channel and it says the Tony yeah, Bruno yeah. show, Sirius XM, Dan Patrick Radio. It's awesome. It's man. about damn time. It is about damn time, as the great LeBron James once said many many months ago. Let me have him here. I got him right here right now. About damn time. Thank you, LeBron. <laughs> so, what else is going on now? No, nothing. I'm just trying to rebuild my portfolio, man. This stock market just took a brutal chunk out of me, man. I'm <laughs> glad I didn't listen to all your stock tips. What are you talking about? Because if now, I had bought, me. then I would have crashed, and I would have taken all the money that I didn't have, and now I'd be standing on the streets like like okay, stool so presidente, like stool presidente, Tony. standing around and day trading all day to try to get his money back. Tony, if you if if you would have done if you would have bought what I told you to, or you would have kept what you had, the stuff still would have crashed. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying. I would. You were telling you were touting stuff, and right as after I didn't buy it and listen to you, everything crashed. So I really did not make a mistake. Right. You following me? No, because that, that makes no sense. Because you still crashed anyway. I'm here. I'm Thank with Dean Robin. on this one. Thank you, Rob. That's I was, not no, how this works. There's a difference. I was in safe mutual funds. I wasn't in like high risk stocks. You still lost a good thirty percent, I would say. I'm getting it back. Trust me. This show is going to oh, bring yeah, the stock market, why, bring the that's country why I back. Kept so much in cash because now I am buying hand over fist all this stuff that was thirty, forty. $50, dollars $100, I'm adding to all those, all those takes right there. Boom. And I'm telling you, you, you need to also. All the stocks I promoted to you back in October that went up to uh, you made you hundred grand by January are all going to make you five hundred grand now at this low. If you got cash, you can get back in the market now. A year from now, you're going to be so far ahead of the game, I will be on a beach in Tahiti. This sounds like an infomercial. It does. It it really but he's does. Not, no, he doesn't sell, doesn't sell picks. Yeah. He doesn't sell stock tips. He's not a tout. Nope. He's not a towel. I buy, I buy what I promote, Harry. Yeah. I, it, it, Tony knows it. Robin knows it. Sell, but, sell, Tony, sell, as they said in trading places. The market's still going to be up and down for a good solid two months because, I mean, I, I get a kick out of some of these, like, um, like some of these McDonald's and Shake Shacks and all these prices going through the roof. They, they, how are they? They're, they're reporting the earnings is going to be horrendous the next freaking yeah. quarter Second or two. Quarter, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's, so to me, it's just like lay low. And then within the next 90 days, it's going to just start picking back up, and I'll buy you another case of wine, Tony. Beautiful, man. Anyway, listen, congrats, guys, on the new gig. Keep up the great work. I'll talk to you later. All right, thank, thank you. you. There he is, there ladies and gentlemen, the great Dean in Clearwater, Florida. Not on the beach. No. One of those kids. I wonder He's blaming me for being here with five people who aren't really that close together. Yeah. Worrying about us dying. And also who are not exci- leading exciting lives at all. Exactly. Well, it's not anymore. Like, I know. We're not going out. Who is? By the way, did you see this Wimbledon story? No, I didn't. I thought they canceled it. They did. But you want to talk about smart. Would I go to 58 to 50 again? Oh, oh let's go to Stephen Detroit before I do this Wimbledon update. So it's a quick story. Stephen Detroit. Steve, what's going on in Michigan there? All the politicians are going crazy there. What the hell's happening in your state, man? 
uh, it's 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 anarchy over here. It's it's just uh, everyone is just so nervous about the COVID nineteen. Hmm. So I saw the governor, and now she's calming down. And then you got the attorney. What's it? The attorney general said some stupid stuff, and now mm-hmm. she's in hot water. Yep, it's an outrage. Yeah, she man. she put it. Yeah, it's been crazy. But in the sports world, we're still mourning Al Kaline. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes. We were on the air when he the was, story broke the other day. Yeah, I was I was on Twitter, and I couldn't believe it. He was in poor health for a while. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it wasn't COVID-19, but... Uh, but, you know, everything he, is COVID-19. Right. Now, I saw that yesterday, that it doesn't matter. You know, if you're hit you hit by get, a bus... Right, you could get in a car accident, but if you oh. have COVID-19, you died of it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's the part that bothers me. You know, they'll, they'll have ways to find out, and all the projections and curves. I was talking about models. You know, they, they have the models for the COVID-19. Right. The only models that have been less accurate are the European models that predict the hurricanes and all the other stuff. You know, the mm-hmm. European models yeah. are now saying that this storm's going to hit North Carolina, it's going to hit Florida, and then three days later it doesn't go anywhere near these places. Isn't there one from the University of Washington that they always refer to for this? Yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of models. I don't like those kinds. The only models I like are the ones on Telemundo mm. at like 11 o'clock at night on on Univision and, and the weather chicks that are on oh, Telemundo yeah. and TV Azteca. Those are the models I follow. <laughs> so are you getting it? What's, so what's going There's not going to be hockey, right? Although the Red Wings st- suck, right? Yeah, they're, they're one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. they're one of the worst. But so what are you looking forward to coming back in Detroit? The draft, man. Well, everybody's sports looking show. forward to the draft. I'm talking to a sports show. I know. That's why I'm asking you. No, I'm talking to my dad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't your dad know who I am? You need to sit down with your dad after this phone call and set him straight. Because now you can't say we're not on the Detroit anymore because we're on all over the country. He knows now. Okay, good. You got to have that, that son-dad talk. You know, the, the father-son the oh, father, talk. father-son talk. No, you got to have the son-father talk uh, now when, the, when, you know, your parents get older. That was one of the more awkward moments of my life. And I, Having the, I never had that talk. You didn't? No, my dad died when he, when he was 39 and I was 10. Well, what about with you and your sons? Did you have it? Of course I had it. Yeah? How, was it awkward? It was inst- I, I, I had visual aids. Oh. I didn't just talk to them. I had charts, graphs. Swedish erotica. I had, yeah, I had a lot of stuff to make sure that they knew exactly what was going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What about the Lions? I'm going to ask you about the Lions. Darius Slay leaves, comes to the yeah. Eagles. What's the mm-hmm. word on the Lions in Detroit nowadays? Jeff well, Okuda. The latest rumor is that the Redskins are going to move down to number five, and the Lions will take Chase Young. Oh, man. And number two? Why if, would the Redskins do that? Because I guess they have so many needs. They want to get picks, and they can still get they it. They want to get Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, but they, yeah, that's true. He, he, he could go there, four or five, he, if the Giants don't take it. The Dolphins it. have so many draft picks. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they've got, I mean, any, and the Lions couldn't even, but the Lions can just stay at number three. You could take Tua or Chase Young. I wouldn't mind both of them. Or Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting wet uh, talking about it. I, I love it, right man. Here. I can't get enough. I, I love it, too. I'm going to have my mock drafts and my mock draft lights. It's all we've got, Tony. I know. You know? Good stuff, Steve. Good to talk to you, man. Stay safe out there. All right, congratulations, guys, on the new show. I love it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Coming up, a Wimbledon update in the next hour. We'll talk some baseball with the great Eric Burns. World record holder. And yes. we got a Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar update, a Kareem too. Abdul-Jabbar update. We'll play a little Jameis Winston talking about Tom Brady. And we'll have an update on uh, the Seattle Seahawks and Jadavian Clowney's oh. situation. That's all coming up in the next hour. 
We thank you for joining us each and every day. Don't forget, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It re-airs on Sirius XM 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. And also, Twitch. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is officially the happy hour. Every hour is happy around here. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays back together again. Miss Robinson here, Joe C, Joe K. And uh, Riddle is chilling like a villain on the sofa. Riddle looks like uh, he's on Riddlin'. Yeah, he's chilling. He looks like uh, one of those little kittens that uh, Joe Exotic uh, would to bring be out. a cat. Yeah, I mean, they I seriously know. they have the best life ever. Every time I come in here, they're just sort of lounging. Sometimes they're on their back, just yeah. like oh, I mean, yeah. Just oh yeah, lounging, man. Is that a good life, though? I mean, if you had a choice, would you rather have your life or be like a cat and just sleep all day? No, I'd rather have eat mine. and poop. I'd rather. Yeah, have mine. I mean, everybody's oh, look at the cats. They just all they do is sit around all day. Well, that's what we're all doing right now. <laughs> right, right. And it sucks. <laughs> we're living that cat life. <laughs> Anyway, so we got a lot of stuff. We're going to talk with the great Eric Burns. Yes. Not only a great baseball guy and a mm-hmm. wacky player and a wacky personality. He's actually he, coming on with us immediately after another segment. So he's just transitioning phones at 530. What do you mean he's coming o- o- after another segment? I yeah, he's, he's doing another show, and he wasn't going to be able to do it, but he wanted to do your show so badly that he's like, you know, okay, can you hold off until 5.30 instead of 5.20, and I'll switch over immediately? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll, so. we, we hold off for everybody. We well, hold, hold on to the night, whatever we need to hold on to. I know that uh, you were Zooming today, Tony. We might have to play the Zoom song Who's again because I saw you were Zooming. Yes, I was uh, Zooming with – with Brian, Brian No, N O E, he does a local sports show in Portland on six ten up Portland, there. Oregon? Portland, Oregon. Portland, yeah, Oregon. Okay. And he also is on the NBC Northwest simulcast. So he was doing his show, and what was happening is that he had made a bet about the Portland Trailblazers over under total. Mm-hmm. And he said that they were going to go over forty seven. But obviously the season stopped and things weren't going as well this year. Okay. And so even if they come back there's no way they're going to have 47 or over 47 wins. So he made the bet with you? No, no, he made oh. the bet with somebody in Portland. Oh, okay. And so to, to to consummate the bet, he decided that he was going to shave off his left eyebrow. Ooh. And he said that's what he would do if the Trailblazers did not win 47 games. And so they didn't, and they're not going to. Right. And so he took out the Clippers live on TV, and I was on the other end here doing the show with him on Zoom. And he got the razor, and he trimmed it off. You know, like the clippers, but yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. on it, just right. all the way down. Right down to the skin. Yeah, but it didn't because it was still hair there. Because, you know, when you have dark eyes, you got to get the blade out. So then he went, out, he put it, he went on hold, and then <laughs> I, I picked up and started doing his show, continued it. I did the play-by-play. Then he went up and got a razor. But he didn't bring any shaving cream. Ooh. And so he did it dry. He went dry. It, yeah, it you can't painful. go dry. Yeah, that, well, that's going to get red. That's going to itch. That's what yeah. I told yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. I said, you, yeah, put a little wash spit on a that A little thing. soap yeah. or something. Yeah. Something. yeah. And so you want to get it clean. Yeah. So he shaves it without any kind of water or shaving cream. And what happens? Now, is he bald on top? Or does he have no, no, he has a full head hair. of hair. Let me see if I can find kid. a picture. Maybe and it was, it was interesting stuff. And he did it. And I was on the air. Wow. Wow. So By the way, Zoom Dean that. checks in that Zoom stock plummeted once Tesla dropped them for security reasons. Mm. I did not know well, that. I did a Zoom today, my first one. Who did you do it with? The, the, the Lima, the wife was Zooming upstairs, and I was Zooming downstairs 
with the first tee organization of Philadelphia. The first tee? Yes. Not the 19th hole. You no, usually no. zoom with them. No, that's. <laughs> Tony, I have the That's over the in video. North Hills. Exactly right. I've been there. <laughs> I have the video of Brian Noe. Would you like to see it? I want to see the shaving and you, and part. Yeah. And, he's, where you're and we're going to the phone. I know, I know Vince that... is hanging on. But I want to. This is because this happened before the show. I'm, we're getting ready down here. I've been down here since 9 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. For those of you on series, we're working like, like to... 11. We're working like nine hour days to get ready for a three hour show. That's right. the kind of commitment we bring to you, the great Tony Bruno show listeners. We don't just come down here, sit down and. And turn the mics on. Right. Well, Jim Nance wants to talk to us tomorrow at 10 a.m. Does he really? <laughs> yes. I'll be down here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll so see if we can figure that out. Let's, go, it, let's go to, up to Portland, so Oregon. Everybody okay. that's watching or listening on Sirius, um, if you would like to actually watch along, you can go to NBCSports.com and uh, look up Brian No. It's NBC, Sports, NBC Sports Northwest. But it's NBCSports.com and then just. Do a search for Brian No, and you'll okay. be able to find it. And so the video is there. This is uh, me sitting here in the wine cellar and mm-hmm. Brian on the air in his house on his radio station, 6, 610, and on the NBC Sports Northwest simulcast. And okay. Tony starts freaking out because Tony didn't realize this was going to start. This was going to happen. This right. was. Microphone. Look at it. It is. It's not completely gone. It's mostly gone. He's going to have to make a second pass now as I do live play by play of Brian No shaving off his eyebrow on live television, on NBC Sports out there in Portland. And he keeps going. He, can, can you see what you're doing? Wow. I, I can, I can see myself a little bit over here. I'm trying to do the best I can. It might be a little jagged. I'm just trying not to get into the right eyebrow territory right now. Tim. No, it's pretty. Actually, you can still see it. So you're going to have to get the you're going to have to get the Barbasol and the straight razor. Yeah. To make it work. You just can't do a trim because that'll grow back very, very quickly on men. As you know, that, you know even what? women. Do me a favor, Tony. Just talk to the people here in Portland for like 30 seconds. I'm going to run and go get the Bic because we're doing this right real fast. You got to do it right. Now, right now, I'm looking at you. Obviously, your right eyebrow is still there. Your left eyebrow, you you got the heavy stuff off. But there's still that 5 o'clock shadow, ladies and gentlemen, that you would see if you were to shave off. A lot of women, by the way, you notice, and celebrities, they'll shave off their eyebrows, and then they'll, they'll get the razor, and then they'll put a line on there. You want to talk about the most unattractive thing you could ever see is that a man or a woman who then draws in their eyebrow. So Brian went and got, he's got the Bic. Do you have the shaving cream? I don't. We're just, we don't have time for that. We're just going to go straight But don't do it dry now. You got to, you got to moisten it, man. That's dangerous. Do not shave it without putting any kind of lubricant on there. No, no. You know what? We're hardcore, and someone in the Philly area can appreciate hardcore. We don't have this time hardcore, for moisturizer yes. over here. Yeah, this is hard. This is hard. He's doing it. He's shaving it dry. I do not recommend this ever. You got to have a little moisture on there. But Brian knows doing it. He's passing over and over and over. He's got a beautiful shirt on, and it's probably all dripping down underneath his shirt. And he's now going to have an itchy chest for the rest of the show. How much longer do you have before you get off the air so you can take a shower? Um, well, the show just started, so I've got a good two hours and 20 minutes or so. Why didn't you just put on an apron or something? This way you don't have hair going down your neck. There's nothing right. more irritating. You know, I, I look at it like this. I deserve to be punished, you know, Tony? <laughs> so I'm not trying to make it pleasant on myself. <laughs> he went against uh, the recapping green. Recapping what's been happening down in the desert. And All right, I, so I there it is, Robin. That's, that was Brian No live today. He, he went against the green, I know too, he on did. that. That's dry. Yeah. <gasps> Have you ever done gonna... that? You're in a shower and you don't have time. Yeah. But you, you, and, but, it, but if you're in a shower a little while, your skin gets soft enough where you can if sure. you don't have shaving cream. And I've done that before. 
you don't have the goatee, but you do the sides of your face. Mm-hmm. But if you do it before you have any kind of moisture on there, yeah. that's that's like torture. Yeah, it hurts. Right among when women when oh. they shave down there. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah. You it, can't do it dry. Oh, right? you learn I mean, like I, women learn early on, especially the, the more sensitive the location, yeah. the more careful you have to be. I've been so. manscaping since '85, right. and I've always used some sort of moisture. You got to, you got to yeah. keep it. Well, moist. and here's something that I, I, I wish that I would have been able to tell him before he just went to town, is that eyebrows do not grow back very fast. Oh, it's not like rest of the hair on your body, so he wow. could actually be. Eyebrowless, Browless. for yeah. quite some time. Not brawless. Yeah, no, no. yeah. <laughs> but he's he's in quarantine. He's not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah, but I'm talking more than a month. Yeah, so well. what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> just paint it in. Just get a little eyebrow pencil and then put yeah. a fake but one. T- in. That there. does look bad. I'm with uh, you on that. No, the thin one, the one where oh, it's just one, one line, line. and women that. do that. Let's go back to the phones. Yeah. Let's go to a man who's never manscaped and is a real man from South Philly, Vince. Vince, have you ever uh, shaved off your eyebrows and gone with a single pencil line like a lot of older women do? <laughs> no, no, Tony. Um, <laughs> but um, in any event, no, it's funny. It's, it's a great show as usual. I, was, I, I got a kick out of, you know, when you, you let off with Jose there, I kept thinking to myself, any time you mention the city Norristown now, you think of two names, Jose and uh, Tommy Lasorda. Exactly right. Tommy Lasorda and, of course, his brother Smokey. All the Lasordas, they grew up in Norristown, mm-hmm. PA. You know, else is a lot of uh, baseball well, greats. Piazza's from Mike right Piazza's there, yeah. family's from up there. Yeah. yeah, also Gino Oriema, can't forget him. The Fazios, the uh, golf designers. Exactly yeah. right, man. Yeah, it's all from my mom's hometown in Italy. Like I said, they, a lot of them emigrated to uh, Norristown there, so it's almost like a, their sister city, actually. <laughs> they could have gone anywhere when they came <laughs> over <laughs> the boat. They chose yeah. Norristown. <laughs> By the way, uh, Dennis Miller just posted, hey, Bernie Sanders just announced his candidacy for president in 2024. I did that four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a, he's, he's stealing my up. act now? <laughs> yeah. I wrote Bernie 2024 as soon as he dropped out. I yeah. mean, what's he going to be, 84, 83 wow. by then? Yeah. You never quit on Bernie. <laughs> but uh, he quit. You know, he, the interesting thing, and again, I don't care about the politics. It's a big story. Bernie yeah, Sanders right, yeah. has dropped out. But the interesting thing about Bernie is it's four months faster than he dropped out in 2016 here in Philly. Mm-hmm. Remember, the convention was here. Right. We were doing our show right here on East Passyunk Avenue when all the Bernie bros were in town. They were outraged mm-hmm. when they found out that he just took the dive. Well, he got railroaded. Oh, yeah, he, he got, got railroaded, railroaded by yeah. his own party. Right. And that was right before, I was during the convention, and that was in July. It's only April, and Bernie's already taken the dive and yeah. taken the fall. I don't know if he's going to get another house. I'm thinking maybe his own wing at a nursing home. Mm. I think that'll be the last uh, thing that they as give him. As long as it's go. not that nursing home in Kirkland, Washington. No, no, that one's okay now. Everybody, it is? Yeah, it's oh, okay. all cleaned out and stuff. Man. Yeah, by the way, too, Tony, unfortunately, I have to do some essential traveling shortly. I have to go to you know the CVS down there on Pat Shunk, only... Only because I, I, I tell you, you ought to play that Christian Bale, why don't you effing understand? Like, again, the, the stupidity out there with the, the gloves on the floor and everything. It's unbelievable. Let me play this for all those people out there who are stupid, walking around in groups, not paying attention to anything. What don't you f- understand? Exactly. Hey, by the way, I, again, not to be down here, but also I just noticed Wawa apparently has set a... Uh, 53-foot refrigerated truck to Bergen County because you have to use it as a morgue. No way, really? Yeah, 6ABC just posted that, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, they're doing that a lot all over the country in, in more populated areas where they just don't have it's it's a, there's a backup. We're in China where they've been lying about everything. Yeah, they're they're burying people in open graves and then saying, oh, there haven't been any deaths right. today. Weren't they they're, doing that in Iran too? I don't know what they're doing, but yeah. I've seen yeah. video. Oh, you could see it from the satellite. Yeah, it's funny that I saw NBC News for. There were 2,000 so honey, 2,390 something people in the United States who died today of coronavirus. In China, meanwhile, not one reported right. death. Yeah. And people are running with that yeah. like it's fact. Now, the ones here we can keep track of in this country, but does anybody believe the information that no. China's putting out except our media in this country? No. It's unbelievable, man. It's an outrage, is what it is. By the way, Tony, it's an outrage. Hearted. Yes. <laughs> lighthearted, no, I know this might sound blasphemous, but you know, with tomorrow being Holy Thursday and stuff. Reminds me of a buddy of mine who, uh, you know, the whole scene where, like, uh, you know, Peter denies him three times and the cock crows. Well, my buddy said um, years ago he wanted to find out at the time the girl he was dating, he came down here to South Philly and asked the mother, you know, like, uh, where's so-and-so? And she goes, well, I don't know. And he said he thought he heard the, cro- the, cro- uh, the yeah, the cock thro- crow at that point. <laughs> you know, like, I always think of that. That story where, like, the mother, you know, lied for the daughter. You know, Sounds like a bad real. porn movie I saw once. I don't know where <laughs> the is cock crowing and all that, that stuff. Is that Catholic humor? I, is I don't that? know that. Yeah. I, only, I only know John 316. I learned all of that on <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> well, Dean <laughs> is saying here that 4 million people died in China. He has sources. Oh, okay. Wow. There you go. Big if true. By the way, one more quick uh, Dennis Miller line here. Talk to the hand, handout, Bernie. Talk to the handout. Talk to the handout. Jeez. Unless I love Dennis Miller, but... The yeah. Bernie 2024 thing. Yeah, I know, in fact, yeah. I broke it on my Twitter feed before the major networks had it. Thanks for checking in, Vince. Be careful out there. Watch out for the Cove idiots. That's what we're calling them. Oh, yeah? I, that's not my line. Who, who came out with that one? I don't know. Whoever did, it's brilliant. Yeah, Cove idiots. Really I do like that. Cove idiots. Let's go to Trevor in Connecticut. He's no idiot. He is in Connecticut, though, <laughs> where everything is shut down. Trevor, what's going on, man? What up, what up, Tony? What up, Maze? What up, Miss Robin? What up, producer? Wait a minute, you what stealing up, Jose's act on What Up uh, oh. Wednesday, man? Come what on. Up? No, I always wanted to do it, that's why. So. Okay. What up, Trev? That's it. Dude, I got liquor stores open, unlike PA. If yeah. you need me to do a run for Tito's, Harry... Keep, say the word, I'll do it. Well, we, still have, we still have leftover Tito's, Tito's yeah. from the first. We'll wait till Friday. But that's like three hours away. That's too much to ask. But yeah. I do have a contact, Tony. At Tito's? In South Jersey. No, at, a, pretent- at a, a liquor store. Working security that is guaranteed to get us in and out in no time. Is that illegal? I don't care. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know. You don't ask questions. <laughs> I mean, what kind of a question is that? I just want to make sure it's illegal. So, Because I'm not going to do anything illegal. The hell, I'm not going to wait like everybody else. Right. I need special access. I want the VIP. Well, I'm, I'm saying I, I want got the it velvet for you. Ro- I want the velvet ropes parted when I'm walking in looking for booze. You I don't, don't ask questions. You don't ask names, Tony. What yeah. don't you understand? I don't know if there's any velvet ropes unless they took them from the adult show bar over there. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that, i got to find out from my buddy AJ in San Antonio. I saw a story the other day that in San Antonio strip clubs, they're sending girls out to, like, intersections to do curbside lap dances. Is that right? I saw that on the news. I, I got to find you got to find that story, Rob. From six feet away, I hope, right? I, I don't know. I, I didn't see the whole video, but there's a, there's a story that strip club, one strip club in San Antonio, hmm. you know, curbside, so everything's curbside. Sure. But how can it be contactless? Take out. No contacts. Lap dances. Right. How does that work? I think there was a lot of that. Do they jump on the car and do their lap dance on your hood then? (laughs) 
Well, like Tony Katane? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Tony Katane. White Snake video, greatest of all time. No doubt Great about it. Great video. All right. I, all I got to say is it's supposed to be the first. If we didn't have this COVID-19 pandemic, today would have been the first night of the NHL playoffs and your Philadelphia Flyers would have played tonight. Is that right? So, the official yeah. the season would have been officially over? On Saturday, on Saturday, and today would have been the first night of the NHL playoffs. How did Jose not have that? Well, he was too busy saying what up to everybody on the face of the earth, including every golfer who's ever played at Augusta National. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he only left out Seve Ballesteros. <laughs> <laughs> but he has that knowledge that I can't, I can't take. I could have. I wish I could have. All right, we'll be so. careful up there. we got to go to a break. Trevor Thanks, up there. Trev. The- up there in Connecticut. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, there Cody. he is. Thanks, you know what we got tonight? We got hockey action. Man, I'm hearing some things about the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk with the great. Oh, Ryan. I, 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 I know. I just need to hear just Eric some. Burns. Eric Burns will be joining us. I know Eric Burns. I wanted I to talk. I wanted to get the hockey horn in here. Oh. You need to get a handle of Captain Morgan here? Uh, no. No, I don't need that. I got plenty of booze upstairs. We're coming back. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Mr. Robin. Too much sugar in that, Tony. I know. I can't drink that. I only can drink vodka. I can only drink no no carb stuff. We're coming right back. Sirius XM 211 and on Twitch. I see topless food delivery. Strip clubs are... So, I see that. That was going on in Oregon, too. No, this one was in San Antonio. San Antonio. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm seeing Vegas that are allowing allowing drive-through strippers. And you know what we missed here? Alexis Texas's final appearance in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was in March. No, it was in it was in March. I actually tweeted it out and used her thing, and she never got back. So I see that Las Vegas Las Vegas is offering drive-through peep shows. I'm not seeing anything about. San Antonio, though. Strip club forced to close, so dancers are doing delivery, and they call it. They called it some guy made up a great no contact. Uber Eats. That's it. That's Uber it. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Yeah, Sean Bolden's newest business, Uber Eats. Yeah. Not that. Burns Tavern. No. <laughs> the Lucky Devil Lounge in Portland, or you should talk to that guy. I didn't know. I, I saw the San Antonio yeah. one, but I didn't see the whole story. I just saw. I don't know. We I have to you have to get the guest number from me, Rob, to get it to Okay. It's ninety degrees in Oklahoma. Wow. Wow. So we're going to vamp until the bar will take another call to the bottom of the hour? No, we have Eric at 530. At 530, it's going to be 520 when we come back. So we need to talk for 10 minutes before him. Unless he can come on early. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A lot of interaction on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show if you're on Twitter. At Harry Mays, T-U. At Miss Robin Austin. 
And we're getting a lot of uh, response from all over the country on what's going on in the world. Like gasoline prices are dropping, except here in Pennsylvania, because the gas taxes. Oh, yeah. Even if the gas prices went down to 50 cents a gallon, there's still like $2 just in taxes. I'm telling you, Pennsylvania is the worst, Tony. And it does. Pennsylvania, it's the believe worst. it or not, yeah. and California have the two highest gas taxes in the country. Everybody knows about California. Right. But you would think Pennsylvania's gas taxes wouldn't be that high. Yeah. Well, but and the excuse is, is that they use it towards the roads, yeah, which the is roads obviously stink. Exactly. Not the roads the case. stink. They, in fact, the, the only reason the gas tax was in place was a lie back 50 years ago. It was to build the highway mm-hmm. systems. Like the turnpike and yeah, all that. Yeah. Well, no, no, those are tolls. I'm talking about just gasoline. To put the tolls in, that's supposed to fix the highways, too. Like on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, wherever you mm-hmm. happen to be, those tolls are supposed to pay for the employees, which they're getting rid of because all the boots right, are it's automated. automatic and easy pass. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a scam. It is a scam. But in Minnesota, our buddy, our buddy Clarky Bob up there in Minnesota says that gas prices here in southeastern Minnesota, 99 cents a gallon. Man. Dude. You can wow. drink that stuff, too, when it gets cold. You know, it's still Damn. spring, but it's, uh, sometimes it gets – no, don't drink gasoline. I'm joking, all right? I don't want to get sued by some moron like the guy who drank the uh, fish tank cleaner. Yeah. Tony said it, it was okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Tony said it was all right to drink the uh, – I said no high test. Don't drink the, don't drink the 87. <laughs> if you're going to go, go 90, 99, 93, 94 octane. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Just I go 89. <laughs> You like the low grade. No, it's an 87 is the low grade. Then 89. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, nine, like, yeah, and then 93 or 94 yeah. are the super high octane stuff. Right. Dean wanting to know if my wife is on Twitter. Is she on Twitter? Now, even if she was on Twitter, do you think I'd tell him? <laughs> she's not, stalking? by the way. Is he going to stalk her? She's, she's not. A, she's a lawyer. She's smart. She would don't do that. Yeah. At least it's not leaded in it. You want to get the lead out. That, that's well, right. Gasoline Ray Coob used to do that. <laughs> Gasoline is safe. The lead part. You got to get the lead out. Right. Even though it's bad for your car if you don't have lead. You know, like the fancy old cars. All the old school muscle cars. Yeah. They still use unleaded gasoline on those engines. The big old school, big block, four, you know, eight barrel carburetors. Like the Novas and the old Camaros. Yeah, all those and... old 357s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Cincinnati. Were they waiting on pins and needles for the first draft pick? Is there any doubt that it's going to be Joe Burrow? Let's go to AJ, our man in Cincinnati, with the latest from the draft room at the uh, Cincinnati Bengal organization. What up, Tony? What up, Harry? What up, what AJ? Up? Uh, yeah, I can't wait for the draft. Two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that the Bengals are probably going to draft Joe is this breaking? Wait a minute. Is this breaking? Do you, is this inside information that you've gleaned from your sources all hunkered down inside? Uh, what's the stadium there in Cincinnati? I have no idea. Paul Brown Stadium. Paul Brown Paul stadium. Brown. How can we forget Jeez. Paul Brown? I think he's still the GM. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe Burrow, ladies and gentlemen, at this hour, we can safely say on our estimates here, and the, uh, the models in Cincinnati who are around, looking around waiting for ball players to come out and not finding any. So the Instagram <laughs> models are now projecting that Joe Burrow will be the first pick of the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm pretty confident, 95% sure, because I know they have not made a move yet for you know, getting rid of Andy Dalton. But I think it's pretty smart of them. Because most likely you probably won't have off-season training programs. They'll probably keep him. If the Bengals are smart, you probably would start Dalton off, you know, first half. And if you're not going anywhere, then bring the kid along slowly. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they get rid of Andy Dalton. 
I mean, Burrow's going to go in there and probably start. But at least you have a, a, a veteran backup. You can't throw a couple of rookies out there and then hope to do anything because the Cincinnati Bengals still have some talent here. It's not like they were the Dolphins they of do? last year. Yeah, they have some talent. Well, I mean, A.J. Green, I guess, is coming back. He, was, he missed all of last yeah. year. but uh. yeah, He's on the franchise tag. Yeah. <laughs> so, also, yeah, waiting for baseball just sucks, you know, you know, the pandemic, you know, opening day, it, especially if we take it seriously, Cincinnati was, you know, sad, sad not having it a couple weeks back. Also, this upcoming weekend, you know, the Masters, I think, at least thank God they'll play it in November, hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. I know you're a big golf fan, Harry. Yeah, I'm interested to see how, what that's going to be like. I'm, I'm actually hoping it gets done, because I'd, I'd love to see how it's going to present that place in November, rather yeah. than... You know, Does it April. really matter that the Azalea bushes are No, I know, but it's blooming? just different, you know? It's still the Masters. I know. It's still a very sacred place. There will still be reverence. There will still be pimento sandwiches. Yes. And For all like the two uh, bucks. Yeah, I mean, I they don't rip cheese. you off down there. Cheap. Exactly, man. Pimento cheese. Gasoline will probably be 40 cents a gallon. Yeah, I mean, everything's going to be great. Are we taking a road trip? We may have to we go down do there. do the show down there. I know. We should go to Augusta National. Set up there by that Hooters where uh, John Daly goes with exactly his motorhome. Right. Road oh, trip. Yes. It'll be awesome. Road trip. It's like a block away. I know. I love Augusta National. I, I mean, they don't, allow, want... they don't normally allow me on there. No. But I mean, it's it... for the Masters. I get credentials. Do I, they know who I am? I could never get down Magnolia Lane either. <laughs> I still want somebody to sponsor a Tony Bruno show uh, bus or big RV that's set up like a yeah. studio inside so we could just go wherever and have it all set up. Just roll out the carpet. Boom. We'll get some baby tigers and we'll have a compartment <laughs> so the people can pet the tigers right. when we go around. We, can yes. make a lot. we only need five grand for a tiger. I yeah, know. Right. Five grand for a tiger pup. We get two Tony, of them, ten grand. We, we don't get a sponsor. Even need that. We just spray paint, our cat, spray paint the cats. Yeah. Boom. Great idea. Will buy it. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're about the size of baby tigers. You know what I'm saying? I could put the mullet on, I get the wig. <laughs> What else is going on out there? <laughs> I am not losing any teeth to look like the other guy. All right? I got enough problems. Come on, reality. Nothing much. Just waiting, you know, for sports to get back, uh, plant fitness to get reopened. Because it sucks not, you know, having a good work, you know, getting a good workout and using their massage chair afterwards. And, of course, making it rain at the gentleman's club. Exactly right, man. I'm making All a right. hail the next time I get back. There. What is the main one in Cincinnati? Oh, there's nothing. You got to yeah. go across. You got to go into Kentucky. Campbell. What's that? Campbelltown or something? Campbell's, uh, Kentucky, right there's across. No, let's see. Uh, there, uh, there's really they're more like watering holes in northern Kentucky. Uh, the truest one. I got to go about 50 miles north near Dayton. That's where. Most of the gentlemen's club there. In wow, you got to go to Dan Patrick's hometown Man. of Dayton, Ohio, and where Mike Schmidt grew up right. back in Dayton, Ohio, to see strip club action in the Cincinnati yeah. area? Jeez. Well, because, because the city where the county's located, they're so strict on, you know, a license. you got to follow their rules. If you don't follow their rules, they ain't going to give you a license open up a gentleman's club. You know, you know what that and is, don't you? It's an outrage. It's an outrage. Yes, it is, Mr. Yeah, President. Exactly. Exactly. And there used to be one right next door in Claremont County, but that got shut down nearly a decade ago because of prostitution. Deja vu. <laughs> Who would have thought that's still Jeez, happening in this day and age? Covington, Kentucky. Covington, that's what I was Kentucky. thinking. It's right across the river. But Beautiful, man. Wow. Got to go to Dayton. Dayton. A 50-mile road trip. Are the Dayton, Dayton Flyers still there? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. They got, yeah, they got a lottery pick in in the draft coming up. Whenever that exactly. is. All right, AJ, we got to go. We got to go because we're going to talk some baseball right now. As a matter of fact, is he there on the line? I think uh, he's coming. I think he's ready. The great Eric Burns, ladies and gentlemen. We call him Burns. You see him on the MLB Network. You remember him playing in the desert. You remember him being mostly a West Coast kind of guy because he is a West Coast kind of guy. He's a Guinness World Record holder. He's just a fun guy. He is the great Eric Burns. What's going on, man? Tony, I've missed you, dude. I mean, you realize for a long time there, I would not miss a Tony Bruno, Gary Radnish segment back on KNDR 680 D-Sports Leader in the San Francisco Bay Area. And, you know, Gary came on the show yesterday. He has not been on anywhere since he retired a year, almost a year ago. We got Robin called him and roused him out of retirement, and he came on and did like 20 minutes with us yesterday. And it was just like we never, we never lost a beat, man. We did the old... Radnich segment again live. He didn't have the Bentley, though. He's, he's downgraded to a Mercedes, Mercedes 7 Series, I think. <laughs> I mean, that, that chemistry and flow, though, that, like, you can't teach that. You can't go to broadcasting school and walk away from it with the type of uh, juju that you and Radnich had together, man. That was, uh, that was something special. The juju that we do, that you do. So, I know you do a lot of stuff when there's even when there is baseball, but what are you doing now? Like the MLB Network obviously has to put programming on old games and stuff. Before we get into your other stuff that you've been doing, when your chase for records and, and trying to help kids around the country be involved in sports, which is hard to do right now, what are you doing, the guys, the other guys at the MLB Network? What are you guys doing right now? Well, I, I think they have some programming going on uh, with kind of the standard shows, but. For the most part, right now, not a whole lot, man. I mean, dude, I've been here, and I've, I've had contact with them, but I think we're just trying to figure out what's going to happen. So I've uh, pretty much locked myself down in the pain cave uh, in, in Lake Tahoe here, and I've been knocking out uh, like 20 miles a day on the treadmill just to kind of keep the mind right and allow me to be able to go upstairs and be a, uh interactive and responsible, loving and caring father and husband that I attempt to be on a daily basis. It's like Rick Clu- uh, Sutcliffe used to say, Tony. What? Not that busy, it's man. Not that busy, man. It's not that <laughs> busy. <laughs> now, Eric, you, you know, you talk about being act Now, your haircut, because have you had the ability to keep the sides trimmed with your famous haircut during this pandemic where nobody's supposed to have barbers or interaction with that kind of stuff? What's going on with the hair right now? Yeah, you know what, dude? It's, it's actually, I'm letting it flow. And I want to see kind of where it is uh, before I have to go back to work and then see if I can't carve out a a fresh style. Now, I did make my 8-year-old a deal. So he raced in this Far West series of ski racing, and there's like 100 kids, and he's 8, so he's racing in a 10U, right? And so I told him, I'm like, look, man, I said, if you podium, so that's one, two, or three. Now, they medal the top 15, but I'm like, that doesn't count. There's no participation trophies here. I said, you end up on the steps, one, two, or three. I said, I'll give you the razor and, and the scissors, and, and you can decide whatever you want to do with my hair. So uh, I still have that coming because he, uh, he stepped up on the podium. He had an unbelievable season. Actually, he was on there a couple times. Um, so it would be interesting to see how the eight-year-old barber does in his 
uh, initiation into uh, the hairstyling world. Yeah, because all you need is just a razor, like a lot of people have, and you just buzz it around, right? And you just keep the sides. You get the side. You get the top long, and you got to just buzz around, right? Yeah, where it gets creepy now, though, <laughs> is that my top is so long that it, it literally, like, it's starting to touch my shoulders. Dude. So then I put it up, and I put it up in that little, the little man bun thing, which. Look, I, I get it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm over all the, you take all the, sh- you know, pot shots you want and this and that. But it's kind of nice just to have that up there. But what, what, what I like doing is, like, hiding in a closet. I've done this a couple times. And I'll take my hair and I'll put it down. And so it goes all over my face and around. And then I'll be, I'll be in, like, one of my kids' closets. And they open the door and it's the... <laughs> It's like the ring. Are you like the character in the ring that comes out of the closet? <laughs> I'm like, I, hey, man, I'm telling you, like, my wife and my kids will look at me and they're like, it's dead serious. Like, not like, they're like, don't do that. Do not do like that. Like, it just completely freaks them out. So, I don't know, man. I like this, though, Tony. Quarantine's a weird thing, isn't it? But yes, he, it is. He sounds like he's using this quarantine and, you know, t- with a positive viewpoint. He might come out with a new look. Everybody's bitching and moaning that they can't get their hair cut. Exactly. Not Eric. Not me. I don't worry about well, my yeah, hair right. I just shave my head every two days. <laughs> now, Eric, you've been, last year, last time we were talking to you, you were doing this golf record. Harry's a big golfer. I, I haven't played in years. Yeah, but this is speed golf, Speed though, right? golf. And you get set the Guinness Book of World Records, what, April of last year, right, when we were all out there, 420 holes in 24 hours. Wow. Right? Yeah, that was pretty wild. I mean, it's, I think, kind of this, this rare, unique um, combination. Like, usually you don't get, uh, you know, endurance athletes uh, to have the hand-eye coordination to be able to do something like that. But, you know, at the same time, um, I also sort of recreated, you know, the way it was played. So um, Ian Colston held the record for 47 years. Uh, Australian uh, badass runner was was damn near an Olympic marathoner. Um, it was much better runner than I was, um, but he was also a really good golfer. But what he would do, like his style, was like, "Hey, I'm a good golfer. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hit like everyone else does. Take your time over the ball. Get the ball in the hole as quickly as possible, and then move on." But you know, really, like, there's no way I break that record um, if I didn't uh, play the way I played, which was essentially polo style. So. I would tee off with two hands, and then I'd run to the next shot, and then most of the shots after that, basically until I was putting, were just were polo-style hacks. And the funny thing was is that I never. I, the only reason why I even like figured out that that's more efficient is when I was training to do the 12-hour one for the first time. That it was an event that I got invited to. I knew nothing about speed golf. Um, I ducked the shot, and I was so pissed on like my fourth round of training that I just ran up to the ball. And I hit it with one hand, and it put like a hundred yards, and I stuck it right by the pin. And I'm like, "Wait, hold on a second. Like, what if I didn't have to stop running?" Mm. And sure enough, I played my last round that day, and I think my fastest round at that point was like 45 minutes. I played my last round that day, which should have been one of my slower rounds because I was busting it hard that day. That last round that day was was 41 minutes. Incredible. And so I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm onto something here. And this is all in the hole. There's no gimme putts or anything, right? No, for, for Guinness, this is great. But for Guinness, we had to have a professional, uh, a PGA certified professional with us at all times. 
uh, to make sure I was adhering to all of the rules. Uh, and then those professionals, too, could but they could only work in four-hour increments, <laughs> apparently because they, they would get tired. Um, and then so we had, to, we had to swap them out. So Half Moon Bay uh, Golf Course, the golf links out there by the Rich Carlton, is unbelievable. Yep. They, they were fully on board with all this, super supportive. So the, all their golf pros, basically six of them, is what we had to have, came out and worked in four-hour uh, four increments. All right, now, before we run out of time, I want to get to what you're doing now, which is your next attempt is to triathlon across America. And you talk about, you know, being athletic and the golf thing and the running and the swimming. So what's going on with that? Because you're doing Let Them Play, which is for kids, and obviously people can't go out there and train a lot right now. So how are you going to do this where you're going to do a, an endurance test where you're going to – you actually have a, a documentary film about this, right? Let Them Play a Triathlon Across America. Yeah, well, the good thing, Tony, is I've, I've already done it. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. So, yeah, exactly. So, basically, it, it, was, um, it was when we created, my wife and I created the foundation called Let Them Play. We figured out 97% of schools no longer have everyday PE. 60% of kids do zero after-school youth activity. It gets even worse uh, when you get into the socioeconomic, you know, situations. Um, and we started this foundation, and it was all about, getting kids out there and getting them playing again and helping PE programs around the country, helping youth activity organizations. And so for the big kickoff event in the summer of 2018, um, you know, again, sort of this unique background between baseball and, and ultra-endurance sports, we decided to, to do a seven-mile swim across the San Francisco Bay uh, and then ride. I rode my bike 2,400 miles uh, from Oakland to Chicago and then ran 905 from Chicago to New York City, um, and we stopped at different places along the way, mainly minor league and major league ballparks, and uh, worked with the teams to deliver grants to all these different organizations. And it was uh, obviously quite the experience. It was sort of like the, uh, I, you know, I have three young kids, and so it was like the Griswolds, um, you know, doing this crazy whacked-out endurance thing, and, um, it's, it's full of uh, all sorts of uh, comical um, adventures, uh, as well as like some really cool information, and, and it brings light to the youth and activity um, epidemic really kind of going on right now. And so it's something we're really proud of. We just released the film uh, two days ago. It's at letthemplayfilm.com is where you can see it. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Beautiful. I should have known about the that you did it already because I know you couldn't do it right now. But you got to go see it. Let them play film dot com, and you'll see the entire triathlon across America. You can follow him at at Burns B Y R N E S twenty two on Instagram, Eric Burns twenty two, and then Twitch TV where we're on too at Tony Bruno Show. It's Twitch TV. Eric Burns. Eric, oh. always great to talk to you, man. Congratulations, doing great stuff as always, man. Hope to see you yeah, soon you on TV. Tony, it's always a pleasure to hear your voice, man. Seriously, it's a uh, it's, it's an iconic moment in my life that uh, always brings back great memories. Next time we got to throw Radnish on here too. Exactly right. All right, brother, take care out there, man. Be safe. All right, dude. There he is, the great yeah. Eric Burns, talking baseball, <laughs> speed golf. Did you do that, Harry? Uh, no. I don't think I've played 408 holes in my lifetime. My God. In 24 That's hours. incredible. I mean, he played around in 45 minutes. It's unbelievable, man. I can't Polo play two holes. Polo style. I yeah. know. <laughs> That's crazy. We'll have him on throughout the summer and stuff. He's just an awesome guy.
We're going to come back. We're going to take a break. We're coming back. We're getting close to the end of our third day here, Harry. How is this happening? Today flew by. It really did. We're coming back. We'll take some of your calls, too. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. That's the number. We'll give you the Wimbledon update I've been promising, too. And you know what else we're going to talk about? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yes. NBA update still ahead. Helping out in COVID-19 out in California. He's Pretty doing good story. That. Yeah. And so is, uh, you know, so is Jameis Winston helping right. out with COVID-19 and trying to find a gig. That's all still ahead. We'll come back. More on Sirius XM 211. I didn't know how long you wanted me to go yeah. there. I was just trying to get into a little bit because we're coming we're back. In a weird spot now. We're going to come back at 45 or 46, and we're probably, it makes sense to go to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, na- we don't have another break after that. We don't, that. We don't break. But we don't need another. We don't have to catch no. up. There's one on the clock. Yeah, there's one on the there's clock. but On, we, the, on their, their clock. It, which is our clock. Oh, okay. Yeah, at 54.50. We're not, we're not going to take it there because... Our break is two. Our break is two and a, our last break is two and a half. So it doesn't make sense. We're going to come back at forty-six. You're going to go to fifty-two, and then we're going to break it and then come back. And no, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. It's choppy at the end. I'd rather you go up to the end and then. We yeah, that, that yeah. all unfortunately because I couldn't get Eric before five thirty. Yeah. That's what really threw us off because obviously if you could have come on at five twenty, it would have been. I would have used him there. Um. I actually, speaking of my pillow, I think I might have a lead on him. So um, I love him. The only reason they're playing that. Yeah. Oh, hotline. Don't say it on the. uh, Yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to text it to you. I wouldn't have done that anyway. No, I love. I love. uh, I love Bernsey. He's oh one yeah, of those. Yeah, he's so nice. Yeah, the Wimbledon yeah, yeah. update. I have that. The fourth Brooks call says you promise a Wimbledon update. I got the Wimbledon update. The old John and Sean show would promise Florida trip. That's not it. Oh. <laughs> Where is the fourth on uh, Twitter? Oh, can you press the, the DND and let's see if that prevents. Now, I don't know if that's going to prevent all phone calls from coming in at all. But I'm you're looking at, you're looking the at stupid right alerts. Oh, yeah, maybe. Here, do you want me to test it? it how, ma- how long do we have before we come back? Like two, three minutes. Okay, let me. But riding it all the way to the end when you come back. You want to go here or? What do you call from? All right, here we go. Stand by, coming back. You said. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 
Ah, yes, indeed. Back and better than ever. Well, since the last break, I think. I don't know if he could do any better than Eric Burns talking all that stuff. Tony, Bruno, Harry Mays, we have... Um, I got to get this Wimbledon thing in because I don't want to promise things and not deliver them. Right. So Wimbledon canceled, right? Yes. But you know what they were smart in doing? They called the bibbity-bibbity, liberty-bibbity-bibbity. They bought insurance oh. for $2 million a year. Mm-hmm. 17 years ago, they started paying. They started putting together an insurance policy, mm-hmm. $2 million a year, for pandemic coverage. Get out of here. No, that's what the story says. That exists? Yeah, like in case of a major thing that happens, you got to cancel the event. Well, major emergency is different than pandemic. No, though. it says pandemic. I didn't know there were pandemic policies. 17 wow. years ago. So, so they've invested over 17 years, $2 million a year. So $34 million. $34 million in over 17 years. Uh-huh. And this year they had to cancel. You know what they got as a payout, which makes canceling Wimbledon a lot Easier to, t- to do with for the people that run it at the All England Club? Uh, let's go $200 million. $141 million. Wow. wow. So, you know, we all have insurance. You know, I have car insurance. I haven't had an accident, thank yeah. God. You have homeowners. You have sure. to have insurance on Business everything. Business insurance. Yeah. Business insurance. Uh, renter's insurance. Mm-hmm. I did not know there was pandemic insurance. Now, I'm sure it wasn't called pandemic, but it had to be. Something that was beyond, not like flood insurance, mm-hmm. which now people who used to have to pay didn't pay extra for it because it was part of a homeowner's policy. Yeah, that's now that's now case. it's mandatory. Especially if you live on a coast. Exactly. Yeah, They're not because they got tired of paying out right. flood insurance. So how about that? So wow. they paid thirty-four million, and now they're collecting one hundred and forty-one million. Because of that policy. Now, is that with Lloyd's of London? I don't know. I don't know where they signed it up. I don't know if it was the guy from the Liberty Bibbity guy. Uh, no, I don't no, know if it was emu, Doug, the, the Lemu, Emu, not the Lima. No, emu. no, no. That's a totally different she insurance. Co- different stuff. <laughs> 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 Let's go back to the phones. Let's go down to Glass. Is that Glassboro, New Jersey? Let's go to Vinny down there near Landmark Americana where I, r- I ran naked in the parking lot. Oh. During the football season. People Another are still one. scarred by that. Yes, they oh, are. No. Oh, man. I wanted to know if he was there. Let's go to Frankie. Is it? Oh, it's Frank, not Frankie. Frank in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Hello. Badger. Hello. I, how you doing, T? What's going on, Frank? Is gas really 99 cents a gallon there in Wisconsin? I don't know. I'm locked in the house. I can't go out. Now, did you vote yesterday in Wisconsin? No, I, I can't deal with all that. <laughs> I thought everybody was supposed to go out and vote yesterday. Who won, by the way? I don't even know. I know. They had it on the news all night. People were out there at night, spaced six feet apart, wrapping down parking lots and adjacent buildings and you name it. It was crazy. Were they passing out cheese, cheese curds when you got to the polling, when you finally got to the polling station for all I, your waiting? I believe so. I believe so. And every voter got a free brat take home. Oh, oh okay. You get a brat, you get Beer. some cheer curds, and you get some. The Beast, some Milwaukee's Best. Yeah, yesterday was National Absolutely. Beer Day, too. So. They still make that. Do they still have Milwaukee's yeah, Best in I Milwaukee? So. I think so. But oh, pe- yeah. But people in Milwaukee don't drink the Beast, do they? No, you got to stay away from that. Everybody's into that spotted cow. Spotted? There's a big one out here. Did not know that. That, that sounds like a fancy IPA kind of yeah, thing. Exactly, yeah, exactly, man. It's, really, it's not even that. It's really overrated. I mean, I, I don't like it at all, and I'm always the odd guy out when I say, oh, that stuff tastes disgusting, but... 
It's a big one. Everybody loves it. So uh, yeah. it's tap everywhere. I used to drink old Milwaukee, Tony, in the yes. pounders, the 16-ounce cans. Yeah, that's when men were men. Exactly. Come in that plastic little singlet there, and you go fishing, and you throw the six-pack right in the oh, stream. Oh, man. That's, I mean, that's right. old school. I mean, you'd be big in, in, in uh, Wisconsin with that kind of attitude, Harry. <laughs> Love Absolutely. It hey, Tony, I just want to say, listen, it is great to hear you back on XM. I've been listening to you since, like, 98. I've followed you along the way pretty much damn near everywhere you end up, go to on Twitter, you name it. And like Bernsey said on that interview, you can't teach what you guys do. But, Bruno, that's what makes you so good is because you're always natural. You shoot off the hip. You're controlled, but you're, you tell it like it is. It's, it's great to listen to you. It's so refreshing. You crack me up. You've had me laughing for years, whether it was All Request Wednesday, making me absolutely lose it at work with my headphones on. Um, into the night, you name it, the callers, everybody, the whole show, the crew, everybody is top-notch, and it's just great to have you back. Well, thank you. That's really, really nice of you to say, Frank. We really appreciate it, man. And now, this is, I've said it, I said it the other day to Mike Gold, this is my last job ever in broadcast tonight. <laughs> it really is. And, and what a good way to finish it up. I don't have a countdown clock. I don't know how long I'm going to do it. I don't know how long I'm going to be around. You know, I'm not, I don't take anything for granted. But I'm not going to do any more broadcasting after this. I was hoping you were going to mention that to Radnich yesterday just to get his response to that. I'll do it the next time we talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Frank. Really appreciate you checking in today, man. Thanks so much. No problem. Keep it rolling and, and keep up the good work. Thank you. By the way, Ray's Happy Birthday Bar, 91 Sixer says, Ray's Happy Birthday Bar, which is right here in South Philly on Passyunk Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's on, I think it's at 10th and Passyunk. They have karaoke in there. They have Milwaukee's Best on tap. Is that right? When they open up, we got to go there. The best. Robin's son, Christian, goes to the Ray's Happy Birthday yes. Bar. Mm. And they sing Happy Birthday to you on okay. your birthday. Imagine that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Kansas City Chiefs Bar not far from Yeah, you? it's right. It's like three blocks from here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Charlie's Saloon. Right, right, right. Charlie's Saloon. And they've been a Kansas City Chief oh, bar forever. forever. Yeah, so I they didn't just jump on the bandwagon. No, I remember the NFL Films did a thing on them a long time ago. I remember watching yeah. it when I was a lot younger. Exactly right. Now, Joe Eunice's remote on Twitter. <laughs> Checks in. Just checked in. Talking about your streaking down the parking in, uh, lot in yeah. Glassboro? Yeah, he said the COVID bat was there in the parking lot when you streaked last fall. Yeah, but at least I didn't eat it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I may have knocked its ass down and <laughs> right. stomped on it a couple of times in the lot. But I didn't take it home and say, that's good eats. Oh. It's not like roadkill when you hit a deer. Yeah. You know, a lot of people take them home because, you know. You, they do? Yeah. Yeah. If you, they it, throw it in the back of the pickup truck. You're not if, killing it intentionally. No, I know. But, I mean, but I mean, he's dead killer. already. You, you don't want to let it go to waste. Exactly. Man. You got to get more rural. I, threw you, I thought you grew up in the uh, rural I, areas. Yeah, like I, I was never a hunter. You know, or, were, you or gather, like, were you a gatherer, though? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is good beer on tap knowledge here on the show. We have everything. Uh, by the way, <laughs> love the natural rage-free Bruno. I am rage-free. I don't, I don't get angry very much. Do you no, get angry, Harry? No. no. Although, Robin, just in case he does, I do have the special buttons for the Bruno rant. In progress. Or mm-hmm. now that Tony is an official ordained minister, yes. I have the Bruno sermon button, exactly. which I can hit. I'll do last rites, too, if anybody needs it. Okay. If, you, if you're uh, let's planning hope on it. Not. We, okay. no. <laughs> we got to get to that Jameis Winston Yeah, let's stuff, do the Jameis Winston. Yeah. How about the Wimbledon story? It's pretty that amazing, is pretty don't good. you think? Yeah. You never hear about people cashing in on insurance policy. No. <laughs> Unless you get your husband or wife killed and you're the beneficiary, like the woman down there, that Carol Basket bitch. 
like she did. She killed her husband. I don't think there's anybody that can deny that. But let's go to Jameis Winston, of course. Now, he was on, believe it or not, he was on Fox News this morning. Yeah. Ed Henry was interviewing him, and they were talking about, you know, he's got a, he's got a doctor that's with him in Tampa that's involved in, in uh, having a COVID hotline. You can call up, help people out there in Tampa. So he's on there talking about that. And then he was also asked by Ed Henry. You know, he's in Tampa. He was the franchise guy. Mm-hmm. And he was replaced. Let's go to the tape. This was on the Fox this morning with Ed Henry. So, Jameis, um, I don't want to upset you because uh, you're a lot bigger than I am, number one. But number two, you're doing a great thing here. But I got to ask you about this guy. I forget his name. I think it's Tom Brady or something like that. I heard he might be quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So maybe comment on that. But a lot of people are wondering where you're going to wind up next year. What's your thought about that? Well, one thing you can learn about me is my faith. I have a tremendous faith in my Lord. And one thing about Tom Brady is I it's understood that he is the GOAT. Uh, for you to get replaced by, by Tom Brady uh, in, a, in a city that you love so much, uh, I guess that's kudos to me. But at the end of the day, it's a competitive sport. We all in the business. Uh, so I'm excited for whatever opportunity may hold. Uh, and, it, and eventually, I'm going to have to play the Tom Brady's, the Patrick Mahomes, uh, and all the other great quarterbacks eventually. So uh, well, that's how you win Super Bowls, and, and that's what I want. Well, Jameis, when I tried to get you on the show yesterday, your PR person told me that it was going to be hard at this time frame because you work out from 8 to noon. So look out, everybody else in the NFL. He took a timeout for us, but he is working very hard. Gentlemen, you're doing great work. Thanks for coming in. So So there's Ed Henry with the doctor down in Tampa who have a COVID hotline to try to help people as he's not playing. He can't even go out and and practice for people. Same thing with Cam Newton. These guys are, you know, pretty damn good quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about the stats and the 30 interceptions and stuff. But Jameis Winston is still an amazing talent. And he's going to get signed somewhere once this all stops. It's really kind of amazing that, you know, he's got, what, over 30? He had 30 touchdowns and over 30 interceptions. That, I don't think that'll ever be done again because if you – you don't play enough to get 30 interceptions in a season. You're usually benched for the rest exactly. of the season when you're, you know, 20 at 20 something. You know what I mean? Like you do, you don't usually play that out. Speaking of playing it out, our buddy Clarky Bob has been doing a live running play-by-play of golf, the Masters. Oh yeah. He now he has Jack Birdie's putts on 17 for sole possession of the lead. Maybe? Yes, sir. So he's doing so. He must be recreating the '86 Masters. '86. Are they showing that It's on that TV today? T- oh, this afternoon. ESPN, I think. Oh, is running. okay. I was wondering why yeah. I'm seeing live play-by-play, hole-by-hole coverage yeah. of Jack Nicklaus at the Masters at yeah. Augusta. Yeah, and that yes, sir. That was Vern at 17. Yes. Vern ripped off Ben Wright, who did it at 15 when he sunk the other putt for the eagle. Do you know that? Are you saying he wait totally a ripped him off? That was Ben Wright's slogan. Yes, yes sir. sir. He had that. Sort of By the way, British the guy inflection. you're just ripping is pretty much of a legendary I know he is. A, he admits it. Uh, well, he is. There's nothing wrong with it. He is that on it. Get Out or Get Up? Get what out. show is that on? Get Out. So that's, that's a good <laughs> that's idea. That's my show, Get Out. Yeah, it get is out. your show. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike, uh, Mike Greenberg has Get Up. Harry has Get Out, <laughs> which we're about to do here in a couple of minutes. That was a good movie, too, Get Out. Did you see that? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, 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 that was, yeah, that was pretty good. That was With good. With all the brothers and sisters yeah, down there, was, and there was a big con job. Yeah. No, I love that movie. That was really, you know, he's done a great job. Uh, what's his name, Peeler? Uh, it was the Key and Peel yeah, guy. Peel, I, forget, right? I forget which one it is. One of them is really, really good. Yeah. It's, uh, 
What's his name? Kyle. Peel. Kyle Peel? No. No. Come on, no. Robin. Jordan Peel? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Peel. Thank you. There you go. And he's Keegan Michael Key and, and Jordan Peel. And Jordan Peel. But Keegan oh. Michael Key, you don't see that much. Jordan Peel is the one who's really broke out right. as a producer, a director, a writer. Yeah, the other guy looks like uh, James Franklin, the Penn yes, State you're coach. Absolute, he does, you're absolutely like, he right. He looks exactly does. like him. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Wow. Dude. And we got a, uh, this other interesting NBA story today. Shams Charnia. Oh, yeah. Who's a really good NBA guy, a legit guy. He says that the Chicago Bulls during this pandemic have interviewed ex-76er president Brian Colangelo as a potential new head of basketball operations. However, his wife, Brian Colangelo's wife, is holding out for a better burner account. Wow. <laughs> or she's not going to sign the deal Unless she gets a good one. Barbara Botini, I believe. Was that, her name. that is yes. great knowledge right wow, there. Wow, look at you. Yeah. You remember that? That's what got him fired yeah, here in Philly. Of course. That and the pointed collar set in. Well, yeah, that was hideous. How about that look? And his dad was a legendary guy, and he still, yeah, he is. still is. Yeah. Brian Colangelo. Yeah. Who says you can't go back and get another job again and again and again and again? Man, I'm I've sorry. done it. Yeah, hey. But this is, the end. Bri- this is the end, though. This is the end. This is- I'm not going to play that song. Uh, the Doors? Yeah, I may have to play that one some Friday. <laughs> Our first Friday at the end of the show, I'll play the end by The Doors, the 17-minute version. Okay. Yeah, now, speaking of the NBA, did you see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, of course, uh, unbelievable legend, who I believe gets overlooked. I remember when he was Lou Alcindor. Yeah, he gets overlooked in the world's, you know, the greatest player ever. He donated 900 pairs of safety goggles to UCLA Health systems so he Remember, had he that had many he has that many sitting uh, in, his, in his mansion yeah he had a maid oh that's awesome oh that's so he had cool. 900 so they pairs. were his own i don't know i don't think no, they're, they i think he just own. contracted oh, somebody okay. to make goggles but yeah he was famous for that guy. he had a scratch cornea yeah. yeah exactly when he was in college i believe dating all the way back to ucla but no sham sharni is not related to m night shamalamalamalamalan <laughs> philadelphia's own sham sharni is legit though no he is yeah. he's a great great nba yeah. guy and that's what we look for. We, when we see stories on the Internet, always look for the blue check mark. Make sure it's not a parody account. Mm-hmm. There are still some really great parody accounts that people still confuse every day and go after them thinking that they're real and don't get it. What's the one you love all the time? The, the uh, Sean Spicier. Uh, <laughs> Sean Spicier, who is not Sean Spicer, but he, everybody thinks he's Sean Spicer, and he's a brilliant guy, and he comes up with some of the wackiest stuff. And people still go crazy on him, mm-hmm. thinking that he's the actual Sean Spicer. But the best is the Babylon Bee. At the Babylon Bee, the most irreverent parody site on the Internet. <laughs> My two recommendations, Harry. 91 Sixers says he's selling Harry May's welcome mats. They say, get out, get out. <laughs> get out. And don't forget. I am pissed off. But not so far in our first three days. We want to thank everybody who joined us today. Tom Looney, Jim Ross. Eric Burns, all the great callers, everybody who did a great job, except Robin. We had to rip her. We'll see you back here tomorrow. JRsBBQ.com, too, is JR's website. Got the the thank you to everybody that yeah. is joining us on Twitch and on Sirius. Make sure you sign up and subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.